Welcome to the Mushroom Movie Podcast, everybody. This is our last episode of the year, I think. Probably. Oh, uh, it was yeah. a great year. Um, this is also our Star Wars Episode Nine: The Rise of Skywalker review. Otherwise, what I like to call the crucifixion of one Christopher Rose. Oh my God! Whoa, you did not run that title by me. Uh, <laughs> that was. I I do not agree um, to that. <laughs> that, that was <laughs> we not run by that us. Um, why no, are you? No, why I did. Are you getting crucified? None of this is your fault. We'll get into it. Zach, well, talk about the news. Okay. Well, well is there any, like, is there any news? I don't really know. Uh, the Witcher came out this week, uh, which is kind of cool. Uh, came out same day as Rise of Skywalker, uh, and uh, overall, I mean, I, we were talking a little bit about this that. Uh, it got review bummed. A lot of people didn't really like it, but a lot of people really also liked it when it wasn't trying to be Game of Thrones, which it did that many times. Um, but um, I like all that. I, lo- I love the cast. I really do. Um, I especially love Henry Cavill as Geralt of Rivia. Uh, he is a great Geralt, and I really hope he has a wonderful future career in this series because he is every scene i saw with him in it was just perfect absolutely um and i was not as wild about anya whatever last name the character uh first off chris have you played the witcher series no i am vaguely aware of them okay uh basically we have kind of uh our monster hunter character and then we have our uh kind of our uh, wizard character uh, whose name is Jennifer of Vegerberg. Um, <laughs> I the actress who played her, I was not as wild about. Um, it looks like there's some other casts in here who I didn't know too much about, but I found out it looks like Mads Mikkelsen's brothers in this, which looks cool. I didn't even realize that until just now. But um, yeah, uh, the show felt cool. It it it's eight episodes long. It's eight hour long episodes long. Um, it felt nice. Uh, I liked how short it was. I got to watch it in one day, one night. Um, and um, I want to see more. I just want to see more. That's kind of what I want to see in this. I want to see them kind of push away from the Game of Thrones and more into The Witcher. Well, yeah, it's early on. They're still trying to find themselves. I think. Yeah, and I think they found they they're starting to find a nice balance with what they want to do. Um, if I want to shoot, yeah. Um, and it looks like a lot of this is obviously the Witcher series is based on a bunch of um a bunch of short stories um that uh that come before the main Witcher series. Um, so it's really nice to see that. I like what I'm seeing here. It looks like a lot of fun. There's a really fun amount of uh, interesting stuff going on. The The magic they show off in it is really cool. Um, Henry Cavill just looks like Geralt of Riv- Rivia completely. Oh. <laughs> yep, he's gone. Uh, uh, but... Uh, he's back. Okay. Uh, Henry Cavill looks like the character. Him. I can't wait to see him kind of grow out his, his beard combo a little bit to kind of get more of that Geralt of Rivia look. Um, but I like kind of the the thing. He, he definitely was uh, 
channeling his inner uh, Christian Bale Batman there, though, which was kind of funny. But uh, <laughs> it was funny. It was fun. It looked cool, and I'm re- I was really happy with with a lot of what I saw. Yeah, I like Henry Cavill. He deserves good roles. Yeah, and I think he I think he got it uh, with this. I just I want to see just a little bit more. That's that's kind of what I want to see. Still early. Give it time. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I don't really think there's any, any news for me. I don't know. Yeah, it was mostly just trying to prepare for the movie. Uh, let me, let me, let me look at anything, do a quick Google search, see if I missed anything. Cats died to death. Uh, uh and that, that, that movie was gonna die, and I was Oh, cats died, I thought your cat died. Um, uh, <laughs> Uh, yes, um, Cats is about as bad as everyone thought it might be. Not surprised, uh, Cat was never a good show, it just, like, had some I good thought, I think it's a great musical, I just think that, like... <laughs> I don't, I, I'm sorry, I don't think it's a, I think it's a good musical, I don't think it's a great, because there's really no structure to it, it's just, here's a cat with a song, here's a cat with a song, here's a cat with a song, and then all of a sudden that, there's an ending, with an ensemble. It's not really, like... The strongest story, it's just here's some interesting characters that happen to be cats. Um, and I don't think that really adds to a movie at all. If you don't have a story or a main character, it's just sort of cats. Uh, and they look weird. It's not going to go over well. Yeah. So oh, there is one bit of news I want to talk about here. Uh, this, was, this has been the news the last couple of days about the USDA <laughs> in, a, in a country known as Wakanda. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, the- yeah, the USDA listed Wakanda as a free trade country a couple days ago, and then it was promptly removed. Whoops. <laughs> Whoops is right. <laughs> it was probably a joke. Yeah. A joke that got passed and, went, and accidentally went to actual paperwork. Yeah. Um, what else do we got? Um... Uh, lots of Star Wars, um, lots of Star Wars, lots of shit I don't care about, um... Um, Uncut Gems is coming out soon, I want to see that. What? Oh, yeah, Uncut! Uh, yeah, um, so Adam Sandler's new movie is supposedly doing really well. Uh, yeah, people love him in it, people are like, like best performance of his career hands down kind of a thing yeah um oscar potential maybe the the question with the oscars is are they going to nominate two comedians and the competition this year is strong between him and eddie murphy's dolomite but my guess is they're going to pick uh adam sandler over dolomite yeah i this movie I've heard a lot about it. I saw the initial trailer to it. I really want to see it. Um, I think Adam Sandler is very masterful in this movie, and it really shows his years of experience as an actor, and it looks really cool, and I love that, like, Adam Sandler's playing a fucking, like, like douchebag playboy that's, like, rips money off people and shit, and I love it. Yeah. it I very I, 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 him. Let's go with that. What? He has done great work before. He is capable of it, the right hand. So uh, 
yeah, I hear this is a very, very close depiction of what a gambling addiction is in real life and how what it does to a person. So I'm interested in seeing it. Plus, I liked Good Time. I like the Sassy Brothers. They they make very anxious ridden films. Yes. Um. So possible Oscar in its near future. Um. He. Uh, yeah. I I think that uh, it did well at Telluride supposedly from what I heard. Um. It got it got chosen by the National uh, Board of Review as one of the top ten films of the year with Adam Sandler winning Best Actor and I think that's a very real thought as weird as it is um, he's real, real competent but it's like him adam driver leo uh and probably two other ones that i'm missing yeah i um this year let me let me see who it is for this year uh who was up for nominees this year i mean he's being what oh yeah oh for oscar now yeah it'll be like adam sandler uh, Adam, what do you think Adam Driver's gonna get? I don't remember what Adam Driver's been in this year. I'm Marriage sorry. Story. Marriage Story is a big deal. It's gonna Which be one? like best Marriage Story. Him. Oh him. yeah, yeah, yeah. Joe yeah. Hansen. Uh, it's gonna get director probably, maybe script. Certainly best, best picture. Yeah. Um. As weird as it is, I kind of think I have more of an idea of where the best supporting actor is gonna end up this year. As silly as it is. Who do you think it's gonna be? I think it's going to be Tom Hanks for uh, A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. Um, it depends on who he's up against, but I mean... He was good in that. I mean, he was damn good. Again, like, I've, I don't, I mean, the go- I don't know if the Golden Globes are a good guide to it right now, but I, I would have to see yeah, who he's up against. I think he's a safe bet. He's, of yeah. course, he's good in it, but like... Yeah, um, I mean, I think, like... I haven't seen 1917 yet. Is it out? I don't think it's out yet. Is it? No, no. it's not. Out. It's not out yet. 1917 is going to do well this year, though. Um, Joker's going to do well. The Irishman's going to do well. Irishman's uh, runner. Dude, Irishman's so good, though. I saw it on Netflix. It, it's it's good, dude. It's, no, I saw, yeah, I liked it a lot. It's really good. I like that thing. I, I like that movie a lot. Um, I think like. There's a very distinct possibility that Jojo Rabbit gets a bunch of awards. It's not, not. Really? You don't think he'll get a bunch of nominations? No, I think its traction is done. Okay. Okay. Um it did well. It it made it made its money back and it did well as an indie movie, but no, I don't think it's gonna get any other. I mean, I'm pretty sure the best actor this year is gonna be Leo, Daniel Craig. Adam Driver, Turn Egerton, and I'm pretty sure the Golden Globes are pretty spot on with that. that uh, I mean, I don't think Egerton's going to get one. You don't think so? Oh, I'd like it, because he's great in it, and if, like, a guy yeah. could win last year for Bohemian Rhapsody, why can't he win for Rock You know Man? what movie I think is going to steal a bunch of awards this year, though? Hmm. Parasite. Uh, I think it'll get... It has a good shot for script, maybe director, but I doubt it. Um, and certainly foreign film. It's a it's an it's a uh, win for foreign film. Like yeah, people are pretty. It's gonna win. Dude, Parasite's good. I haven't it's seen really, it. It's really. So good. you've seen it. I have seen Parasite. Um, I watched it online. You didn't hear that from me, but <laughs> but uh, we don't get a lot of South Korean films out here in America. <laughs> so it was in town. Shut up. 
I didn't see it in town, sorry. Uh, For sure, I know Uptown had it. Did it? Oh, that's great. Uh, yeah, dude, I think it's going to do well this year. I'm really excited. It looks good. It was good. It. It's just uh, very fun looking. What's it about? Because I, I don't know what it's about. Um, I've kept my I've kept my uh, head away from the trailers. So um, the movie is about this family that uh, lives in a small apartment and they're paying a bunch of uh, they're working a bunch of low paying jobs. Uh, and basically, it's kind of a big get rich scheme plus raise our like entire um, uh, our status in society. So they like infiltrate this rich people's house as like servants and workers. And it just turns into this gigantic, like, brutal, like, murder thriller. Nice. It's it's weird, and I love it. Um, if you've ever seen, like, other South Korean movies, it, they get really crazy and weird like that, too. And this movie... I love his movies in general. Yeah, what? I love his movies in general. Yeah, um, I haven't seen any of the movies by this director. Piercer, you've never seen Snowpiercer? I have not seen Snowpiercer. I've seen what? Snowpiercer. You've never seen Snowpiercer, Zach? No. Oh my god, dude. That movie's great. Go see oh, it. I have seen another one of his movies. I lied. The Host? Yeah, The Host. <laughs> yeah, The Host is really good. Yeah, The Host is awesome. Oh, that one. Yeah. I, I, I've only seen The Host, though, because they used to play it on uh, G4 at late at night, and I saw it one night. And I was like, oh, this movie's sweet. Oh yeah, Okuja is pretty good too. I, I, but dude, Snowpiercer, see Snowpiercer. Isn't Snowpiercer the movie that people think is like the um the the like unknown sequel to like Willy Wonka or something? There's a theory about that. There's a, jo- there's a like joke theory about that, yes. But like outside of that, the movie is fucking gnarly. Like it's yeah. a funny joke, and I I've watched it, and I do agree that it works. Like it's like eerie how strange it is, but also. Just watch it. Interesting. I Dude, Snowpiercer is fucking great. You're talking like axe fights and like Chris Evans is like off. No, dude, like Snowpiercer. You're a shoe. Be a shoe. <laughs> dude, go. Oh, when we are done with this, go on Netflix and put it in your damn list and watch it. It may just do that. Oh, dude, Snowpiercer is so much. It's a dark movie. It's really dark, but, like, it's also awesome. It's also super awesome. Anything else? Um, before, right. my, before my public execution? Why it's, are it's you? On my li- it's on my list. Sorry. Uh, it's on my list now. <laughs> Okay, good. Um, I have nothing, but I'm also super curious why you keep talking about it in those terms. No, because that's what it's going to be. Just watch. Why are you... Okay, never mind. I've got All right. Uh, let's talk about All this right. movie. John Spoiler, one sentence review or one word, wherever many you need. Just get it out of your, just get it off your chest. Rise of Skywalker, non-spoiler, whatever you want to say, just say it. That movie's poopy! Boopy, boopy, boopy. I like how he's making a concerted effort to keep this thing clean. It's the, it'll be the first clean episode we've had in a long time, and I just jinxed it. That movie is poopy. Oh, dude, you know, you know we're gonna like, you know that's not gonna happen. 
Anyway. Um, uh, if this movie was any other franchise, any other movie, any other space adventure, I'd say it's fine. Um, as a Star Wars movie, it is not good at all. Poopy. So that would be my review. Alex, you're not going to say it's poopy? No. But it's poopy. Because there's more to it. Because my, I don't think it's poopy. I think there's stuff about it that's okay. You said poopy. <laughs> I did say it. I will say poopy all day. I won't say this movie is poopy, though. <laughs> and don't like cut that so that I said it. Whatever, man. This movie's poopy. Yeah, Zach and I, Zach hates it more than I do, and I like it less than Chris does, I believe. So we've got a different spectrum of things. So Chris, you're one person the other thing. It was fine. All right, let's go into spoilers. Um, if you have not seen the movie, um, get turn up. it off now. If you haven't seen the movie, get good scrub. This is why we're here. Right. Um, if you haven't seen the movie, turn it off now. Uh, if you want to go in clean, if you want to go in at all, if you don't care, then okay, fine. Um, you wouldn't be the only one. Um, but for but for the rest of this episode, for the next what four hours now? Um, <laughs> spoilers. Poop. All right, take it away. Um, this movie's a piece of shit. And there it goes. There it goes. I knew it. I knew it right away. You told me. I shouldn't me. have said anything. I should not have said anything. The episode started so that you could get the swears out of the way, you lying son of a bitch. He set precedent. He set precedent. He said the B word. Dad. Anyway, who, like, yeah, yeah, Zach, you should go first. Zach is the most seen it the, uh, the latest. He also is the most. Read me my crimes, Zach. Read me my crimes. Wait, Chris, why are they your crimes? No. No. Listen, go. Start. I have enjoyed it, Chris, but it is a You keep saying it. It's not your fault. No. It's your fault. I do not care. Go. Just start. I'm wondering why, man. It's not your fault. Go. I'm going to Goodwill Hunting you, man, the rest of this episode. It's not your fault. It's not your fault. It's not your fault. It's not your fault, Chris. It's not your fault. I can't hug you. You gotta let me know. It's gonna be more like the green mile, but go ahead. Go. Zach, start. (laughs) I'm gonna suck the flies out your face, dude. (laughs) This this movie's bad. It it's Uh, bad. It's bad. Don't 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 like Alex, please. Just get on with the show. Let's just I that's what I'm trying to say. I want Zach to go first. He's the one who hates it the most. Let's let him go. This movie is bad. It should feel bad. It should be taken out back like Lassie and shot in the head. This movie's bad. JJ Abrams. Doesn't care to elaborate. Great. Now it's going to be bad. I'm going to die such a painful death in this episode. I swear. Wait. You're saying you're getting crucified because you like it? More than likely. I don't judge you for liking this. Yes, yeah. you do. Yes, you absolutely will. Just elaborate. I don't care if you don't want to. You must. You're allowed to don't enjoy tell it. people I why you don't like. Don't tell people you don't like a thing and expect to be like, oh, you must not like that. I guess I'll just walk in this direction. Explain yourself. Explain. No, 
You're in spoiler territory. Go. We're just saying that you, you just because you like it, we're not going to judge you for it. We're your sure. friend. It's bro. not my turn. It's not my turn yet. It isn't your turn, but that's why we're talking, dude. Like, okay. I, I'm, I'm, like we are. I just want you to say right now, like, if you feel this for the rest of the episode, and you want to go with this for the rest of the, fine. But I, I and I'll speak for Zach here if he's okay with that. Neither of us think it's a bad thing to like this movie. No, for your at least on your terms, because a we're your friends, and b we know how true of a fan you are. So like, we're not gonna give you shit for liking this movie. And I'm and, and my terms like on my own. Well, I also don't think it's bad to like this movie. I don't think I think this movie's okay as a movie. It's not it's not Phantom Menace where it's boring. It's not no. Attack of the Clones where it's really, 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 really insultingly dumb to the point of just like incompetent basic level filmmaking. Like this is at least entertaining at times. Like, although it's stupid. <laughs> I love I love how you're avoiding talking about another movie because you know my opinions about this movie. Oh, you're gonna get into that too, and we're gonna make our own discussion about that. But like, we're, <laughs> we're gonna argue. But like, I on my terms when it comes to you, Chris. Like, and it comes to any Star Wars fan or anybody who likes this movie. Like, I told I said this to my brother. Like, I don't think it's a bad thing to like this movie. I just think this is a very bad Star Wars movie. Not a great movie, but like, it's a good movie. You're... Is, well, here is my crime. Here is my crime. If you won't read it to me, I'll read it to you. I disagree with you, Zach. <laughs> or Alex. I disagree with you. In terms of it being a bad Star Wars movie. I disagree. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. That well, is that, my crime. To me, that's an interesting And discussion. it will be killed for it. Oh, you okay. won't be killed for it, but you'll be well, definitely... I'm sitting outside you know. your house. Have so. we not... Would you... Okay, you know what? I'm fine with it. You brought a 50 caliber sniper rifle and you have it on my head. That's fine. <laughs> That's always how I've wanted to go out. That's you know what I'm happy about? To go out with the you sniper from Rambo 4 pointing that 50 caliber sniper rifle at my head and just pulling the trigger. It's always how I wanted to go out. Super cold out here. So. Well, then keep talking and get it over with so I can give my final words. Yeah. So. Okay, well, like, Zach, is there anything like you really want to like tirade about? Go for it. So... I'm going to pull up some texts between me and Alex <laughs> to best describe my... Guarantee you I have texted Alex more than you. Oh, you probably have. But I, yeah, sure. I specifically dictate some very specific things in these texts. And Alex, you know what I'm talking about. Well, yeah, uh, they, were, they were very distinctly backed up. So I'm going to quote these. So, um... You just said you this movie is poopy 50 it times. <laughs> It, it is poopy, but uh, so to start off, I, I want to emphasize I I really did like the chemistry with our leads in this movie. I thought um, Daisy Ridley, John Boyega, Oscar Isaac, and Adam Driver really nailed nailed it on the head. They they were I had to get that out of you though. You did have to get that out of me. Uh, I, I did you yeah. have to like Jack Bauer strap him to a chair and shoot him in the leg? Extract well, that or? He, that's why that show isn't popular anymore, by the way. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, anyways, but, um, the I, I, I'm going to start by saying this movie was literally cooked in an oven, baked with a recipe designed to cater specifically to only the biggest Star Wars fans that really, really didn't like Last Jedi. And the fact that it functionally retconned a whole big chunk of that movie just just 
kind of hurt me a lot. And it was like really pandering to how stupid the movie treated its its audience with all its reveals. It's like, bam, there's a reveal. All right, let's go and do something else with it. <laughs> there was no time or real room to really take in the concept. I mean, the movie has like what, Alex? Three MacGuffins? And like the three MacGuffins in the movie, you're just like, like running around trying to find them the whole time until you just magically are able to get to the one place because the characters are ready to be there. And it's just like, wow. Use the phrase fetch quest, and it's pretty appropriate. Yes, fetch quest is a hundred percent what this movie is, and like I just didn't like that. And, and I again, mean, so what? So Indiana Jones movies. I'm saying it can be done. Yeah, now. but like the, even for that, that, like this movie just it's fetch quest. It's like, hey, we gotta go get this dagger because it's important. And it shows us this wayfinder to get to this one planet that no one's ever heard of. Anything. And by the way, the emperor's alive. And then, to add matters to worse, the Emperor has this army of Sith followers and giant fucking Death Death Star fucking Star Destroyers and shit. And then, Ah. like, they're like, hey, let's have a battle with, like, small people, and then we're gonna call all these people in and do this thing, and we're gonna battle it out, and then... And then the Emperor was, like, a robot for, like, half the movie, and then not really a robot for half the movie, and then just, he's back, and then, you know, Rey dies, killing him. Spoiler alert! And then he kills Kylo, and then Kylo comes back, and he's like, I'm Ben Solo doing shit and stuff. And The movie made me feel stupid, and I didn't like that. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> that rant is also very consistent with how the movie was, too. Um, fair enough. That's fair. What the? And I did, say, I did say I agreed with you on that text. That, that, just... is, that is pretty much what... It was. It was pandering to the worst base fans. And it, it wasn't even the fact that those fans were, like, the majority. A lot of these, those fans was, like, the loud minority, too. And it, and my argument with that is, like, don't pander to the loudest, don't pander to the smallest, pander to the future audience, pander to the kids. Pander yep. to all the little girls that love Ray, all the little kids that love Finn and Poe. Like, those are the people that are going to wake up loving these movies the same way kids grew up loving the prequels, not knowing that they were bad films. They were just Star Wars movies to them. And then they grew up and were like, yeah, they're not great, but they're my movies because I grew up with them. And like, these movies are better than those. So that's why all the prequels have all the themes. They would have grown up with like better movies. They would have had better, they would have better arguments to why these, there are merits to these films. Um, and they did not, they went, to, they went backwards. They pandered to the wrong people. The, and it's just, for a company that's supposed to be forward thinking and where the money is supposed to go. That really is weird to me. It hurt. Honestly, I I just hope that Disney learned their lesson from this trilogy and they stay away from Star Wars movies for about five, ten years. Let it simmer. Let it do... No, no, sorry. No, they should never make a Star Wars movie ever again. Ever. No. No, no, never. Ever again. This is what happens. This is what happens. This was no, always going to happen. Come on, no, Chris, don't don't do that. Don't go. Don't kill the favorite thing that you love when you could. There's still merit here. There's still no. things that could be salvaged. You don't want an Obi Wan show? I do want an Obi Wan show, not an Obi Wan movie. I'm saying the I, movies. Well, dude, no movies, more movies. Are, movies are dying in general. I'll give you that. Movies are not really the thing anymore. But but movies will still be made, and they're still going to be profitable for at least the next ten years. So my guess is we're still going to get a Star Wars movie in the next ten years. And with that being said, man, like, don't yeah. do that. Don't, like, I, like, 
don't sit there and say, oh, my favorite band made a, sh- a shitty record. Now I'm just not going to go to their shows anymore, support their music anymore. Like, no, dude. Like, beg for better. Ask for better. Demand for better. Like, look at this and go, you know what, guys? You screwed up. And I'm still here to tell you that I'm still here. Change. Do better. Demand better. That yes. is the point. I, I think Disney has learned a very hard lesson with this franchise, and I think they know that. And I think their plan going forward, and even Bob Iger said it in his new book, he said, we're stepping away from Star Wars for a bit. We got to let this sit and cool over. We got, we're going to focus on our Disney Plus series. We're going to focus on our Dave Filoni series. We're going we're gonna to come, come back with a strong Star Wars movie with the right script with the right director. And I think that is the way to do it. I, 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 I think they should have always done it that way. They shouldn't have started this new trilogy until they, they had three directors and three scripts that they felt confident in that they were ready to release bi-yearly. There's a lot of things that they should have done differently. There's a lot of approaches that could have been changed. There's a lot of stuff that could have happened. And at the end of the day, they have an okay trilogy. But my argument for them still making films would be the highest, the highest of the highs in this trilogy are worthy of going to the movies for. The, the, the throne room fight is amazing. Yeah. The whole the a lot of the moments in Last Jedi. Just I'm just talking about moments, not just the whole movie, but there are many moments in that movie that are cinematic as fuck. And then and even the first movie, it has a fun to it. It has a joy to it, a, an entertainment level to it that like you want to see with a crowd. And I do think that there are elements here, like some shots and things that like are fun and I I'm glad I saw in a theater. But like my audience wasn't even that invested, so like the crowd element wasn't whatever. But I it was eleven fifteen at night. I just no, the crowd was full. If they were into it, they would have been into it. I've been to okay, mid movies before. That's I was fair. with Bang Game at night. Like I yeah. think people I think people were just I think that's more the film's point. To be honest, it doesn't earn the moments that would make a crowd go, oh, the only big moment that the crowd went for was when all the ships came. And that was just kind of like, yeah, but like nobody was really sitting around being like, why did they all come? Hmm. But anyway, like I I want Star Wars movies. I think they are movie um, royalty. They deserve to be in the cinemas. And I, I, that's why I'm glad Guardians of the Galaxies exists because I want more movies like that. Like when Guardians came out, I'm like, yes, finally, good space movies, cool, let's do it. Like I'm for them. Like I, I think Star Wars should have a reason to exist. I just think if you, if there are two schools of people that can make an argue for an argument for its existence of being a the thing it's always been, which is just fun space movies about the Skywalker family. Or the people who were cool that it was evolving from Last Jedi were cool with the fact that maybe Jedi's would turn into something else and that the Resistance would build into something else and that Kylo was going to be a new boss of some sort but still have to be reformed. Like, there were new things and new opportunities on the, on the horizon that anybody could have before us. That the, this franchise could change. So either it stays the same or it changes. And in my opinion... It, it had a better shot with evolving than anything else. But take that all of that out of the argument. This movie, making a legitimate effort to retcon the choices of the last one, 
no matter whether people know the history about this years from now, if you watch these three three movies in a row a hundred years from now, not knowing any of this, you're gonna see that. It's just evident. It just ruins everything. The it's other just, thing, it's so spiteful. Yeah, the other really unfortunate thing about this movie that really hurt me the most is that kind of like what you said is that a big part of Last Jedi is forgetting the past and moving forward with what you have. And this, and really, Last Jedi and uh, Rise of Skywalker is proof amongst two things. It's proving two things. This one is that while fans will, and pardon my thing, Chris is not directed directly at you, but this is directed at many people like you. Oh, no, don't hold back. I can take it. Who are not as smart as you. There are, it's proof that you shouldn't give fans what the fuck they want. You really shouldn't. Like, when you give fans everything they want, you get Rise of Skywalker. You get this mess of a film that is not that good, and it's just like, why? Well, I don't care. And when you give, you don't give fans what they want, and it, in fact, you subvert their expectations, and you make the opposite of what they want many times, and you don't give them this, and people bitching, this is not my Luke Skywalker and all this, you get a great film. I would argue what? Star Wars Last Jedi is one of the best films of this last decade. And it really is. It's a good fucking movie. And it does everything the fans would never want you to do. And it just, it hurts me so much that with what Alex is saying is that Rise of is so spiteful to the, to the, to the, to Last Jedi being what it was. And it hurts. It hurts, hurts, hurts. And it really saddens me. I want to see more stuff like Last Jedi, like Rogue One, where they're not telling a normal Star Wars story. They're telling a very different Star Wars story that's doing very different things. And it just felt just unearned. Every single thing in this movie did not feel earned. Not even slightly. I mean, this movie felt like they jammed a whole trilogy into one movie. And it was a whole trilogy's worth of reveals that could have been built up across multiple movies. And then this movie feels like it's earned, but it isn't. It's it's so bad. Just... It, yeah. Um, in... I'm, I, was, I, never... I, was, I was telling Chris this one. Somebody, I read this somewhere else, too, that I thought was really good. That this doesn't feel like a sequel to Force Awakens or Last Jedi, it feels like it's a sequel to the film that was, the imaginary film that was made after Last Jedi to fix the things of Last Jedi. And then, yeah, it, it like, did you ever see the all the mariachi movies? El Mariachi movies? Uh, no. Okay, so Chris and Zach, there is something called the El Mariachi movies. They were made by Robert Rodriguez. They're what made them him famous in the first place. Aren't they... Uh, Aren't these the movies that made Danny Trejo super big? Um, he's he. I think that I think that's what broke him out into the U.S. and he started to like end up in movies like Con Air and stuff, and like really started blowing. Oh, you up. know what? You know what? I have seen. I've seen. Uh, I've seen Desperado. That's all I've seen. Have you seen Once Upon a Time in Mexico? No. Okay, so the trilogy is about a, a mariachi player who um, becomes a kind of hitman assassin whose job it is to just... Well, basically, he's taken on himself to kill drug dealers. Um, and he puts all his guns in his guitar case, and they call him the El Mariachi. 
in the first movie, it's really low budget. The second movie, it has Antonio Banderas, and he meets Selma Hayek. In the third movie, Selma Hayek is gone, and El Mariachi is alone. And throughout the movie, you see flashbacks of what happened, and the flashbacks are framed as if a movie existed that we didn't get to see. So there's a whole story there that exists that we don't get all the pieces to because the director specifically made it that way. And it actually, in my opinion, is kind of fun. It sucks that Selma Hayek isn't there, but also she is there. And it's also fun to know that there's just more stories about this character that we never know about that still exist in the world. And he, inher- he makes the movie shape that way and it works that way. Rise of Skywalker is that exact same thing, but accidentally, and it doesn't do any any good for anyone it, it feels like there's like this whole other movie that happened and we just missed a whole bunch of stuff and we are now watching it again and it's like whoa okay all right uh pick up pick up pick up okay all right but then there's like there were some really really dumb things in this movie that i just find super super bad um but the worst thing about this is like is yeah that it it retcons Last Jedi that it it really just is trying not so hard not to be that movie. That's the worst thing about it, and I try to think about it in those terms because if all of the other mistakes in this movie existed in another franchise's movie, if this just was another movie, they would sort of be kind of forgivable because this is a terrible last movie to a trilogy, and this is the terrible last movie to a series of nine films. It's just the worst ending ever. It's so bad. It just is totally, it's just a mess. And that's, that's really bad. Like, it, it's an okay movie, but when you think about what it's supposed to be, it's supposed to end all of this, it, it's really bad. It's a good, it's an okay movie. It's a really shitty Star Wars movie. Really shitty Star Wars movie. Sorry, Chris. <laughs> I just, I just, I don't even know where to go with this movie. I, I just don't. No, no by all means, please. Okay, I, so some things I do like about it, though. I do like, um, I do like the scene where Huck says he's a spy because I like that actor and it's delivered really well. I don't think they do. I think killing him was stupid. Um, I like all the performances are great. Oh my! Gosh. And I think okay, Finn, Poe, and Ray. And Chewie and CPO together are great. I don't care. C three PO. What did I say? CPO. Okay, cool. CPO. CPO tone. Okay. Really okay. cool. Um, EA. <laughs> uh, all of them together are really fun, and I didn't care what they were doing or what they were going for. Like they go for a knife. They find a like it doesn't make any sense, and it contradicts itself so bad. I don't want to think about the MacGuffins that they go for. I just I can't pull that string right now. It makes me really upset. I'm so I like the more I think about it, the more it makes me. Anyway, um, but I don't care. I didn't care then, and I still kind of don't care now because I like them together. They were. It was a lot of fun. Poe and Finn are great. Ray arguing with Poe is super fun. Ray just being a badass was awesome. I liked that she was like a badass Jedi. That she just was basically Neo in the Matrix. When like the when like the guy comes home to his girlfriend, he's like, "You should see the things he do. He does. Like, I'm starting to believe that Morpheus is right. Like, it's the same thing here. Like, every every time they go somewhere, she does something amazing with the Force, and the other two are like, "Are you fucking seeing this shit? Like, Ray's a fucking wizard. This is amazing. Like, I like that. 
and I didn't care what they were looking for a knife that was framed off the destruction of a ship, but was mentioned in a book from centuries ago. I, oh God. Oh my God. Anyway, I didn't care. I like them together and I, it bugs me that this is how the movie ends because I want to see more of them. Chris, you say you don't want any more Star Wars movies. I want more movies of them. I don't care if it's a show. I don't, I want to see these actors on more adventures. That's what I want. I want, I walked away from this being like, that sucks because I like them. And I want more of them. And that isn't to say that Last Jedi's problem is that they weren't together. Because that's not the Last Jedi's problem. They each get their own story and then they come together here. This movie sucks. They're not in a good movie, but they are good in this movie. That's my favorite thing. Their adventures together searching for MacGuffins is the equivalent of Star Wars fun as the end of Attack of the Clones for me on some level. Attack of the Clones is really stupid and none of it makes any sense and the bad guy is an old man that shows up in the last 40 minutes for no reason but it's still a fun space laser movie with like laser swords and stuff and people are fighting and I'm like okay I'm having fun. It's not about Disagree. Roman I'm talking about sand. That to me is fun Star Wars and it elevates it more than Phantom Menace. In this case that is the same thing. Like the stuff of them running around <clears throat> fun. That is really good to me. And I really liked it and elevated this movie a lot to the point where if I was just watching this on TV and they're like doing the whole stormtroopers are flying chasing them, uh, I'd watch. I'd watch that scene again for sure. Is that the end of my um, list of crimes? Okay, or we, um, we, is there anything else you want to get off your chest? I want to know why you're the real fun starts. I want to know why you're flailing yourself like the albino guy in the Da Vinci Code. (laughs) 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 Seriously, dude, if there's anything I remember from the Da Vinci Code, it's that guy flogging himself. Yeah, dude, what are you talking about? If I don't, you you don't watch South Park, the South Park episode where they make fun of Mel Gibson for the Passion of the Christ, and literally he's like, "Pierce my nipples, torture me, like I want to be tortured, like that's how you sound right now." It's like torture me, guys, nail me to this cross for liking this movie, and it's like, what the fuck, man? Calm down. <laughs> you, Seriously, like, are you guys done? Uh, I'm anything else. I'm done making my points, and once you make yours, we can go from there. Zach? I'm, I'm fine. Yeah, go for it. Ladies and gentlemen, tell my wife and family that they don't exist. Um, and, uh, yeah. So, as my uh, will and testament, I present to you a quote from one the young and weirdly haired J.J. Abrams. A, a vast audience. For At this. the uh, Academy screening of The Rise of Skywalker. Or how, do you, how does it make you feel, or what would you say to people who are, don't like what happens or, or wish it was something different? Is there a problem with the fandom that. Uh, no, I say that they're right. You know, the people who, who love it more than anything are also right. You know, I, we knew going in, I was asked just. Uh, I think seven hours ago uh, in another country, uh, someone said, um, so how do you go about pleasing everyone? And I was like, what? Like, like, not to say that that should be what anyone tries to do anyway, 
but how would one even go about it? Especially with, with, with Star Wars. I, mean, I don't need to tell anyone here. We live in a moment where everything immediately seems to default to outrage. And there's a, there's a kind of a, 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 an MO of just, of, of it's either exactly as I see it, or you're my enemy. <laughs> and uh, it's a bit like magicians. You'd think magicians would all just get along. Magicians hate each other. <laughs> now, I'm sure, I'm sure there are exceptions, and I'm sure someone will write to me like, that's not fair, and I hate you. <laughs> and they'll be right. Oh, Jada, magician. No, but it's like, there, it's, 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 a, it's a crazy thing that, that there is such a sort of a, a norm that seems to be uh, a devoid of nuance and compassion. It's not about Star Wars, it's about everything. You know, uh, uh, compassion and, and acceptance and uh, uh, allowing people to, it's a crazy moment. So we knew starting this, any decision we made, a design decision, a, a, a musical decision, a narrative decision, would please someone and infuriate someone else, and 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 they're all right. And, and Chris wants to say something. Well, no, and then Chris Terrio. Compass, really, your only north star is your heart and how you feel about this. I mean, we went into this movie knowing it was a love letter to Star Wars. It was a love letter to the old school kind of filmmaking that inspired George Republic serials, Flash Gordon, Samurai movies, all the these other genre references that we love and that and it's the stuff about Hollywood movie making that that we love it's the big mythic stuff that we love and so we we went into it sort of deciding that 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 is that is what we wanted the final episode to be you know if you're me so I know the poll like they're all right kind of thing it's really centrist and um really ill-fitting uh or ill kind of off-putting that word off-putting um but it's not that point i get i get like that's probably what you took out of the whole thing but like to me it's like what i took out of it was they were gonna get scrutinized anyway no matter what they did if they followed up to the last jedi people were gonna bitch and moan if they did what they did people were gonna bitch and moan that that's just how it is now and that sucks and i'm a part of that and that's why i feel so ashamed of these crimes that I so-called didn't commit. Um, so, Chris, real quick, I, I just... So you... I just want to state something here, okay? I'm not judging you. I'm judging, actually, 100% J.J. Abrams on this. In that... Was that a video you posted? You, you it posted? was a video of some... It was a video from the Academy screening of The Rise of Skywalker. Oh, I, man, where, I wish I was in that room. Honest to God, care. I wish I was in that room. Oh, man. As I was saying, literally, he says we can't please everybody, but we're going to... But, like, literally, that's exactly what they tried to do in this movie, was please everybody. So, like, I feel like he's lying through his teeth in a lot of that. Because a lot... I I disagree. So, okay, I'm going to talk about what JJ... uh, I'm going to... I'm actually surprised you hear that. That was at a very low volume. (laughs) Well, no, like it was actually, it was actually pretty appropriate. I heard it pretty well. Eventually, you got it right. Um, but my question is: so you're saying that after listening to that and listening to how they, how much scrutiny they get, how loud it is, how much pressure they feel, and yet um, you feel like you are a part of the negativity of that and are afraid that you are taking part in the no. toxic fandom. No. Okay. So then, what do you feel like you're? 
uh, feel like you're a uh, part of. You feel like you said you would feel like you're a part of it. As a member of the Star Wars community, however small or large that role is, I still feel responsible that I fed into this narrative. Of what? That's, of just like fever pitch. Or just like, of like. I feel like I contributed to like, oh, this is so good. Oh, why? Like, oh, you didn't like it? You're a dumbass or something like that. You know, I feel like I contributed to that to some extent. Now, Alex, I told you I wasn't going to apologize for this movie. And if I and I was going to apologize for this movie. I may end up doing that. Oh, well. You, you've loaded the sniper. I could see you in the trees. You look like Naomi Watts from the Book of Henry. I feel like an 11-year-old told you how to do this. Um, I've seen the blonde wig. Okay. Um, okay. So it's just like... <laughs> it threw you off. <laughs> it kind of did. But um, what I took out of that was, honestly, they were going to get scrutinized either way. And we would have had to... Either way, this was just going to continue the fandom menace. Um, okay, okay, so, so I'm a little, so what I'm saying is with that point, I'm a little more understanding of where they were coming from. I'm not going to say back off because they made those decisions. What I'm saying is I can understand that whatever they did, I should back the mic up. because. So, so here's the thing. I, I, I see what you're saying. I do. Um, for one thing, J.J. Abrams, anyone who takes a anyone who takes a job on Star Wars needs to know what they're getting themselves into. It's the most rabid fan base of all time. They're the, they're the definition of everything good and bad about fandom. So if you take that job and you make a movie in that series, you're going to get the worst of it, especially at a time where social media allows everyone to be as loud as everyone else. So yeah, they were going to be scrutinized. And yeah, if you don't think he went through that when he made two Star Trek movies, then yeah. Oh, the guy made he this, got, he got bad this there. He's made this speech before. Now I'm not saying that they didn't try their best to make a movie that entertained everybody as best as they could. Star Wars fans and people who just went to the movies, which is why I'm standing here saying it's a good movie if you just go to the movies more than anything else. So, yeah, that's what J.J. Abrams does. But he doesn't think in the long term. He never has. He makes movies in the moment, and his movies only work in the moment. If you stop and think about his movies and pull one thread, any of them, Star Trek Into Darkness, Super 8, any of them, they falter right away because they're meant to please you in the moment. That's how he does it. He doesn't think about movies in the long run. Ryan Johnson, on the other hand, he made a Star Wars movie that was intended to be thought about over time. It was intended to be more thematically resonant so that when you are thinking three days later about the movie, ideas about it are hitting you harder than ever. He made that movie for the kids who pick up the broom and want to feel the force. He made it for the nobodies. He made it for people who never felt like they were reflected in that series ever. He made different choices. Now, that may scare J.J. Abrams as a director, as a guy whose main job is to make movies in the moment that work in the moment for everyone. That may have scared him. And if it did, he should have been like, guys, this isn't for me. You need to find somebody else, and you need to take your time. Because when I look at Last Jedi, you have a chance to make something different. It's not my movie anymore. 
and you guys should do something different. Instead, he took the job because he thought it needed to be fixed. And he made a movie that legitimately despises the movie before it and takes considered efforts to backtrack the entire series. And it hurts the film for it. And he's standing there in that academy saying, you know what? We were going to get scrutinized no matter what we did. Well, what you did wasn't just bad. It was deliberately and intentionally hurtful to the series you were making. That's my problem. I am mixed about that, actually. Sure. He backtracked. You can make an argument. He he deliberately made it clear. Oh, my God. If you don't want me to argue, just shoot me now. Just end the episode right here. Can I make my point? Yes, you can finish. I don't necessarily... I'm not there with you. I'm not going to jump in yet. At worst, this movie, I think, doesn't retcon Last Jedi. At worst, it ignores it. No. No, you can make... The only case I will give... The only leeway I will give you to retconning... Or like spitting in the face of the la- of the Last Jedi is Kelly Marie Tran. The mask. Because I was right. I what told you she mask? would be in this movie for less than three minutes. What happened? I won't even say that's retconning. That's just saying you don't want to use that character, and you can do that in movies. People do that all the time in movies. Okay, maybe just not retconning. Just no, disrespecting the last movie. The ma- no, the retconning would be the mask. Do you know they give no explanation to why he puts the mask on again? He just makes the mask and then goes into a room and people are like, do you have a problem with my mask? And then he kills the guy for it. Like, what the hell? The fact that the lightsaber at the end, when Luke picks it up, he's like, you need to, like, it's so obvious, man. And the, and the parentage is the main thing here. The parentage is the main thing. Because it's so obvious in the last movie, they're saying parentage is not the point of these movies. Ray is important because she's a oh. nobody, that she's not part of the parentage. And J.J. Abrams is saying, no, parentage is Star Wars. She needs to be important. She needs to be part of these lineage of people. That's the point. Like, Here's he, the... He, you don't think that's you don't think it's bad that he brings Palpatine in, and that the fact that Palpatine is alive it completely negates anything that Anakin did in Last Jedi. No. Here's why. Okay, not all the way. Here's why. J.J. Abrams, right, makes the Force Awakens, sets all this shit up, makes it a nice like reintroduction to star wars brings it back you want to know something if this trilogy was nothing but that rise of skywalker isn't the worst film ever made i agree i don't think it's the worst film ever made so i don't blame jj honestly i don't you blame him i don't why he started he started it because he but here's the thing the problem isn't that he made a very good star wars movie in force awakens it is the problem isn't that he had a great cast of new people that could bring potential to other stories. He did. Yeah, I told is, you this is going to be an execution. The pro- it's, I'm not executing, dude. It's, a, it's just that we're arguing a passion <laughs> about the series. Like, I haven't even I'm not even saying, again, here. like, you should like this movie. I'm saying that J.J. Abrams made mystery box decisions in Force Awakens. He decided that we were going to make it a big deal about Snow. He decided we were going to make it a big deal about Ray's parentage. He made those decisions for the next director, but he didn't. He made the Knights of Ren, and what the hell did he do with them? Nothing. He put these things here and said, "You, whoever is coming up next, you got to do something with them." But it's pretty clear what you're going to do with them. You got to do the original trilogy stuff. That's why he put okay, that can stuff. Can I? There. Can I finish my Will and Testament, please? 
No, dude, we were arguing back. We were talking back and forth. You made your point. So, like, if you have more to say, like, yeah, all right. But we were talking. We were. We were. No, I have. I have four. I have. I have. I have oh, okay. I didn't know that. I didn't know that's that. what I'm saying. It's like yeah. I just want to get this out. I mean, you did. You I did come get it from... out, and then you, you can kill me. Okay, then you can refute everything I said and call me wrong. Because that's what this show is about, honestly. I'm not calling you wrong. I'm just saying. Then let me finish. You didn't say that you had four points when you started. You just came in swinging with a film clip. Is all I'm saying. Yes, I did. I came in swinging because this is my last stand. This is my will and testament. That's. I don't think you understand what a will and testament is. This is not yes. the first podcast after you've used this for. Yeah. <laughs> <I like> so. <laughs> what I'm saying is, an argument can be made that mm. the Last Jedi, as good and as awesome and as thought provoking as it is, maybe, just maybe, one can say. It was a case of wrong place, wrong time. What does that mean? If JJ, who started this trilogy, as much as you hate the man, for a stupid haircut, but... (laughs) I think Chris hates him. (laughs) There's nothing he'll be remembered for, except for that haircut. But... Oh, I'm done. It starts. This trilogy starts as a love letter to Star Wars. Ryan Johnson comes in and says, no, we're going to go in this direction because we need to evolve with the times. Sure, fine, whatever. Then JJ's like, no, trilogy should have been a love letter. Reestablish Star Wars. Then you could do whatever you want. That would have been better. Except now we got two arcs, we got two directors. Stop. We got two directors arguing at each other, and now we have conflicting ideas about what's going on here. And then JJ gets the last word, rabbit ear, last word for now, at least, hopefully. Um I'm so, sorry. I'm I'm sorry. Oh my god, I'm not even getting started yet. Uh, you made, you made the point. You made the point, though. You think it's better. You slipped that in there, and let, that that was jarring to me to understand that you think that you would rather have the exact same thing, just with a new, different cast and shinier and shimmer, more money than something different. I didn't say that. That's what I'm what saying is, is if this trilogy, if this whole trilogy was a love letter to Star Wars. If this whole trilogy was The Force Awakens and The, uh, the Rise of Skywalker, and then the middle story was more in line with fan service stuff, okay? You need to think so about what Force Awakens You have to think about what Force Awakens brings to the table, dude. What does that movie really offer other than the options of things? And the, uh, and the only thing is, like, Kylo Ren. Who is he? He's Darth Vader. All of a sudden, Ray has parentage. Like, oh my god, dude! She they put it there so it could be the exact same thing as the same thing. And what what happens when he makes his third movie? She has a parentage, and he becomes and like it's the same thing. J.J. Abrams' love letter is the same thing. That's the weakest thing about Force Awakens is it's the first movie. Like like if a fan letter to you is the exact same thing as the last trilogy, that's not good, dude. That's not good. That's not challenging. That's not that's not gonna bring new audiences in. 
Like, if, if you think that's what that's supposed to be, and I do think those people exist, like, that's fine. Okay, and I then why does The Rise of Skywalker have an 86% audience score on Rotten Tomatoes? Explain to me that. Because if that's because not what people want. Because, again, I don't think it's a bad movie. It's not Phantom Menace. Neither was The Last Jedi, and yet that's got less than 50%. Last Jedi is a great movie. So Last what Jedi happened? Because, okay... There's a lot of things that happen. For one thing, we can't just blame J.J. for reacting to Last Jedi. We also have to give him and Chris Terrio credit for the fact that the former director was fired. That things that that people were scared. That they brought him in to try and make something super fast that he didn't think or want to make in the first place. So that's why I gave him Palpatine. That's why I was like, okay, Palpatine has ships. He made Snoke. He's manipulated all of this. Fine. Fine. I get it. You need a new bad. You don't know what you're doing. It's super fast. You're just trying to get things like I get. It. I gave him that. I I did, but the moment he says Ray's a Palpatine, that's where I'm like, dude, you're making a deliberate choice to say that you want your movies to be like the original trilogy. And at that point, that's where you have to ask yourself, what is it that you like about these movies? Do you like the fact that they are just reminiscent of the old ones and are nostalgia based, or do you like the fact that they could possibly be Star Wars for the new generation? But they actually can change things. That's what I love about movies, man. And I'm not saying that comfort food isn't out there. I'm not saying that, like, my sister going home and watching a bunch of Hallmark Channel's movies all week with the same actors and the same story and the same music and the same set all week, that that isn't okay. Like, I'm not going to look at her in the face and say that's bad. That's for her, man. She loves it, and many people love it. That I will never like understand. what you're doing with me. <laughs> I told you this is going to be an execution. <laughs> because, here's, because here's the thing, Chris. Like, I'm not saying that you, as a Star Wars fan, can't like this movie because I also think it's a good sci-fi space movie. I just think it's a bad Star Wars movie because, A, yes, I did want something different, but also, like, dude, it's just bad. It's bad plotting. It's bad conflict it's bad placing it's bad finding like yeah Vlad. it's like all these things that are just bad structured in terms of a movie for two reasons a he didn't have a lot of time to make it he didn't want to make it at the same time and he scrambled to do it and b he was deliberately trying to make something different than the last director and that's the problem man like if you're t- if you're doing a- if you're playing music with someone or you're doing an improv scene with somebody and you're like I'm in a store and I'm gonna buy milk and then someone walks in and says I'm a cop and we're shooting in the rain like you know like if someone just comes in and just changes it immediately to something else like no work in harmony he deliberately didn't he was like nope sorry starting the song over and we're gonna do something else and it hurt the film because of it now, I'm not saying that the fan service in it doesn't work and i'm not saying movie in terms of action and scope and scale in certain certain cases doesn't work either like it's a good okay fun movie but like it, it it's a it's a terrible ending to this trilogy chris it's a terrible disagree ending. dude are you what are the arcs what are the tell me the arcs of these characters tell me the arcs from film to film to film and tell me how they work as well as they do please All I'm saying, Chris, is like you have to admit. No, Alex, you're right. This movie is fucking shit. That's fine. I hate it. It's bad now. No, it's bad. It's bad. No, 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 no. It's bad. It's bad. It's a shitty movie. Bad, bad, very bad. Just a bad movie. No, it's shit. No, it's fine. No, you've convinced me. You've done. You've 
finish your objective. I am now dead. I am now dead inside. Listen. Listen to the words that are coming out of my mouth for once. For my mouth. For once. And stop trying to argue with me. You think we're killing your favorite thing? Is that what you think you're trying to do? Why? Now. Why can't you? Okay. I have. Listen, I told you. I told you. I have been going through the five stages of grief with this movie. Okay? Five stages of grief. What are they? What? Denial. I went through them in the wrong way. So I was in denial. <laughs> you don't know. I don't know. I forgot. Um, no, no. I was in denial. No, it was I denial, think- anger, depression, bargaining, the- acceptance. He's in the anger, anger phase. No, I am in denial, the out- anger, bargaining, depression, acceptance. Oh my God, would you let me finish? So. He's angry. He's in the now anger. Now I am. I thought he was in depression. Sorry. No, I don't anger and depression. It's this okay. Next is bargaining. He's a litany of problems. A litany ripe to the ripe to the very core of shit. Okay. C3PO's memory is wiped for absolutely no consequence. Chewie is teased to be dead, and then it comes out of no- and nothing comes out of it. Ray is a force goddess, and then ends up being a palpatine. Okay. A bunch of ships show up to help the resistance off of no merit of Poe, Finn, or Ray's effort. Okay. Um what else? Where else do you want to go? Leia's dead. They did. They tried to put Carrie Fisher in the movie. It didn't always work. All right. Um, let's keep going. Um, ben Solo was redeemed, and then Han shows up as a Force memory, and then Luke shows up as a Force pep talk, and then because Ray was going to do the exact same thing that he, she was gonna, that he was going to do because she finally understands that holy shit, I got to take myself out of this. Okay. Um, this movie moves at a frenetic pace. Its editing is very choppy, and this is probably the worst edited Star Wars movie of all time. And just. Like I could go on and on. This movie has fucking problems, and it bothers me to the it bothers me to the core. A fleet yeah. of star destroyers that have planet-killing weapons. Are you kidding me? Could you Connect. not think of anything else? It's so <laughs> frustrating. Is this satisfying for you to hear? I'm a broken man now, Zach. This is what you wanted. This is what you wanted out of me from the freaking holiday special. This is what you wanted. Is it? Answer the question. Answer the question, Zach. Hold on, Alex. Answer the question, Zach. Is this what you wanted out of me from this holiday special? No. <laughs> yes. Yes, it in fact freaking is. You're wrong. That's a complete lie. Now, this movie has problems. Okay. This movie's got problems. As just a movie. It is fundamentally flawed. But 86% audience score on Rotten Tomatoes. Art is dead. Because yeah. of this. The long-term repercussions of this movie is that people will be fed anything. Anything. And it doesn't matter anymore. I wouldn't exactly say that. The thing that I love the most is dead and buried with this movie. Marvel. I didn't grow up with Marvel. I love Marvel, but my God, Star Wars was my baby. And it's dead. Okay? It's gone. Done. I hope they never make another movie ever again. Ever. Ever. It's dead. Okay. Dead. I got you. It's okay. Get it out. Get it out.
Thank you. God. Okay. Chris, get it all out. You. Now that I know what you're, what all, I got you. I got you. Okay. You basically came to the same conclusion that, like, you, you basically came to the same conclusion Red Butter Media did on YouTube. It wasn't even that big. It didn't even show. DJ Abrams is so bad at scale. He can't even make anything look big. Even Starkiller Base didn't even look that big. For God's sake, people. He's in anger. He's definitely in the anger phase. Yeah, he still is. I, I gotta be angry about this movie because if I like it, the people won't shit on me. Oh, that sounds like bargaining. So, Chris, Chris, are you are you in depression yet? So we can Not get you. To happen? I am. Stop, stop it! Stop it, Zach. Wait, wait, Chris. Have you talked to anybody else about this? Like, have you had any like discussions about the movie with yes. anybody else? I have been talking to myself, and I've looked very weird at work. <laughs> Dude, that's one of my favorite things you've ever said in my life. Oh, dude, thank you. That's great. Oh, man. I've looked very much. Mostly because I've done that myself, too. But, like, that was... Uh, I wish that was, like, a lyric in a song. <laughs> but talking to myself, very weird at work. <laughs> I loved it. Um, okay, so, okay. Please hold on. Hold on, please. Let me finish. <laughs> Just let me finish. Just hold that thought, please. You've been stewing on this a lot, is what you've been saying. Yes, been I've been stewing on this for two days. <laughs> this is my opportunity to get it all out. And the more you keep interrupting me, the more I'm going to get sidetracked, the more I'm going to feel bad. You didn't tell me that. of liking this movie. You've got to give us it a heads up. The, more, the thing I'm mad about with this movie is that I still like it. Okay, fine. Okay, so I've got you. I've got you now. Like, now that I know what's up, man. Now that I know where your fucking head's at, I got you. All right, sweet. Thank I see you. I right. like this movie. Ooh. Even the reviews about Ray. I didn't mind it. And I facepalmed in the theater. Because somehow, this movie did something with it. You may disagree, but they still did something with it. To me. Right? Okay. <laughs> uh, no, they made it functional within the story. Yeah, it's not like they yes! did it random, never did anything. Uh, it's also a dumb story. Stop! <laughs> this story's really bad, though. Really, really bad. <laughs> I'm sweating. Like I'm really, I'm really mad. I'm dehydrated you. now. Okay, so all right, fine. Okay. No, 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 no. I just need to get this I'm off. Saying, I'm just saying I know where you're at now. Thank you. Like now I know I, what's uh, going up somewhere. Like mad? blockbuster filmmaking is dead. You've been trying to tell me for years, and I'm just realizing it, and it pisses me off. So I would appreciate if you didn't just be like, oh, it's always been dead. I know now. Don't. Don't talk down to me. I now know it's dead. And it will remain dead. The thing that I love, blockbuster filmmaking in general, not even just Star Wars, blockbuster filmmaking in general is dead. It's always been dead. No, it does. No, it doesn't. No, I don't agree with that. You know why? It's dead. No, yeah. fuck it. It's dead. It's oh, dead. Dude, Mad, Mad, dude, Last Jedi, Mad Max, John Wick. It still doesn't matter! John Wick 2, John Wick 3! 
point is, is that you you do agree that in the last ten years, you do agree that in the last ten years, there's been a renaissance of blockbuster action films, films that that bypass the genre. Really Tell me the story. I'm sorry. I don't care about like the, the action and what you're sidetracking me. Shut up. So I'm, I'm just saying, dude, that sometimes yes. Most of the time, corporate-run bullshit is bullshit. Most of the Marvel stuff is bullshit, but every now and then, every now and then you get a Guardian. Every now and then, something shines. Every now and then, just just be thankful in this trilogy, honestly, that the Last Jedi exists. <laughs> I'm serious, Chris. Please be thankful for the fact that this thing exists. Like I, I'm very happy that when I want to. I can watch that movie and still be entertained by what it makes me think about, by the choices it to make. Or just one movie in that trilogy. That, dude, stop thinking in those terms. If you're sitting here saying it's been dead, it's always been dead, it's never exists, don't give me a Star Wars movie again, the last fucking saga movie they gave you changed the game and will forever be known as the third best movie. So don't sit here and tell me it's impossible when they did it within the last five fucking years. So I'm sorry, dude. Don't don't give up. Don't. Do not give up. Like, just because they failed and faltered under the hands of other people doesn't mean that the property won't reach the right people. Doesn't mean there isn't a Kevin Feige somewhere that isn't going to make this shit good again. Because I guarantee you, before you die, there's going to be a good Star Wars movie again. So just don't back out now. Just take it for what it is. Understand that you know the situation behind the scenes and go, okay, shit behind scenes got fucking crazy. And because of it, the movie gets, the movie's bad. But I still like it. I'm not I, like. Thank God, dude! It isn't boring to you. Thank God it isn't unwatchable for you. Thank God, man! It's not that way for me. It's a good, fun movie. Like it's not a bad time. But when I think about it in terms of what these movies can be and have been, it's it's shit. But that doesn't mean I'm like sitting here saying, "Don't give me more." I, I want more from these characters. I want more from this world. I want them to try again because the last movie told me that you can. The last movie proved it that it's possible. And just because the guy who tried to make something before him into something else got mad and just stepped in again doesn't mean that it can't happen. J.J. Abrams is the one person here who stood up and said, I want my movies to be something else. Got mad when somebody changed it, had the opportunity to change it back, and he took it. That's it. That's all this is. One man took his story back. That's all. It really had a huge effect on the thing you love, I admit. <laughs> but that's all. It's not like the huge amount of hands came in and affected this because I like some of the things Disney did. I do. I just think this guy made the wrong decision for a loud, for the wrong group of fandom. That's it. Like, it's not the end of the story. It really isn't, man. It like, really they were is. Always, dude, they were always going to... the last Skywalker movie. That doesn't mean it needs to... That's the whole point of Last Jedi, man. It doesn't have to be about them anymore. It could be about something else, something new. That was my favorite thing about that movie. Is that it meant one more movie, they were going to end it, and then we were going to whole new universe of different things. Like, anybody can have the Force. Ray was going to, like, bring a new thing. Not the Jedi, but something else. And, like, this new opportunity in the world that could be different things. We could have Mandalorian. We could have Obi-Wan. But we could have new stuff and this stuff. And, like, it opened the door for possibilities. This movie shut them. Shut that door. And that's what sucks. Yeah, but it's not... I disagree. I... I, I'm not saying you'd shut the door entirely for, this, for the entire franchise. The, the brand new things can come out for sure. I'm saying... <laughs> Good job. Same for what Last Jedi was trying to do. Last Jedi tried to open the door, and this movie was like, nope, and just fucking shut it right in his face. 
But that doesn't mean they shut it for like new choices and new boundaries for the franchise altogether. That's what I'm saying. Like, you like don't. I understand you're upset. I understand you're upset with yourself for liking a bad movie. That's fine. I love the Fast and Furious movies, man. What do you think those fucking are, man? They're not great movies. They stand up to no scrutiny, but I love them. And I don't think there's a such thing as a guilty pleasure. I think when you love something, you fucking love it. I love a movie called Frankie and Johnny. It's a like most people didn't like it when it came out, and it's Al Pacino and Michelle Pfeiffer. Like they're just they work in a diner in New York and they fall in love. That's it. Like it's based off a play that's much better as a play. It's been, it's been done by way better people, and those people were way too old to play those parts in the first place. I love it. I love it for its cheesiness. I love it for everything that's bad and good about it. I love it. And I will stand on this balcony or whatever. I need this soapbox, whatever you want, and I will scream it from the rooftops because I love it. I know why I love it. I, you want to tell me why something's bad? That's fine. You want to tell me why I like something? Fuck you. You don't know what you're talking about. And yes, Chris, I can sit here and tell you why this movie's bad. And we can go in behind the scenes and we can go and see who made what decisions and understand how things went from A to B. But I can never sit here and tell you why you don't like this movie. If anything, I'm the one sitting here telling you that there's a magic to this movie that everyone can love. But, oh, God. That's not, like, you shouldn't, like, beat yourself up for that. Like, you shouldn't hate yourself for that. Like, that, you are the best of the fandom, dude. You are turning into the toxic fandom now. You are the you're turning into the people who like responded this way to Last Jedi and were like, "I'm done, man. Star Wars, it's ruined. My childhood is ruined. Like this was my childhood. Like you literally just said that, but you are you're the best of them, oh Chris. Well, you you can sit here and look at this and go, okay, it was bad. Bad choices were made and things did not end well. But guess what? It isn't the end. We can still have better. There's more Star Wars stuff coming, and I still have the Star Wars movies I always had. So just, like, give it time for them to realize they made a huge mistake. And when you look at that 86, man, like, those are the, they're not us. We sit here and we analyze and we criticize movies. I way more than either of the two of you. Oh and I ask and demand more from the people who watch movies, and I ask and demand way more from the people who make them. But I also am the first person to stand up and say, when something is popular, I want to find out why it's popular. Not find out why it's popular and then say that's what's wrong with the world. No, I want to sit there and go, okay, that's popular. I want to find out what it is. If I don't understand it, never will. I don't understand mumble rap, but I understand Billie Eilish. I also understand I am not old enough to be like connecting with Billie Eilish, but I understand why kids like her. I understand why people respond to her. I understand why people respond to her music. I try to be open-minded about those things because guess what? Like that shit's not made for me. So I'm, I'm admittedly saying that this movie was not made for me. It was made for you. This movie was made for you, Chris. There's a reason you kind of like it. Because it's kind of good. It's a, it's a kind of good Star Wars movie. It's not the worst thing that's ever existed within the canon. That's why I wanted you to watch the holiday special first, dude. I wanted you to watch the worst thing that could ever happen to the series so that when you came to this movie and it was this bad, you'd walk away and go, yeah, that wasn't that bad. At least it wasn't the holiday special. That was the point. That was the whole point. of. That was the only reason I wanted to do it so that when this happened, you go, you know what? What I just saw was not that bad because it wasn't, dude. That was a, that was a spectacle. Like when he shot the lightning up and it just like blew up all those ships regardless of any logic of that. <laughs> 
like when he when when Ray and Ky- and Kylo like have their sabers up, when Ray and Ben have their sabers up, and it's both of them, and their blue sabers are in their face. That looked cool. When Ben is like saying "ow" when he hits the wall, when he shrugs when he has the saber, when he smiles before he dies, he does three things, and I'm already in love with Ben Solo. This Can I movie has gold in it, man. This movie has merit to it. This movie isn't Phantom Menace. This movie isn't even Attack of the Clones. This movie isn't even a Revenge of the Sith, which is what Zack wanted to argue earlier. Zack is like, Sith is better. I'm like, fuck that nose. This is better. This doesn't bore me. Sure, Sith has a conventional story that like has a narrative that goes A to B, but also it has huge swaths of story I don't care about, a lead that can't act. Whereas in like in Skywalker, like everyone's like top-notch acting. Even the people that have to make the Carrie Fisher stuff work, they're still trying their best. They're doing their best to try and make these moments work for the audience. And yeah, it does it isn't perfect, but I still I still commend those people. I commend the fact that Billy Lord had to stand there and pretend she was talking to her mom and make that moment work. Like I commend them for it. I commend the fact that Richard E. Grant, even though he's a stupid character that comes in and just kills Hux right away and is Hux because he's more intimidating, is still awesome in this movie. And I love the way he dies. Just like standing there and he gets blown out of his ship. That's awesome. Like, I, Finn and Poe are great. C-3PO, I love them. And Ray, I loved the fact that she was kicking ass. And Daisy Ridley's best performance of the entire series, regardless of whether she knew what was going on or not, she was way more confident in who she thought Ray was than anything else. Especially probably because she was sitting there going, okay, she's a Palpatine. Got it. It doesn't matter. At the end of the day, better performances in that movie than Sith. This is better than... Better than most movies. You know what this is, dude? This is X-Men Apocalypse. Oh my god. Force Awakens is first class. Days of Future Past is Last Jedi. <laughs> Apocalypse. No, you know what? This is actually this is the Dark Phoenix movie, and then the missing film in between them is Apocalypse. The <laughs> uh, Dark Phoenix. Is you know, I haven't seen funny. Dark Phoenix yet. Anyway, neither have I. <laughs> Dark <laughs> Phoenix. Be sure the whip of a, of a series ender. Ugh. Can I finish? Can I finish? Can I finish? Can I finish? Yes, I just wanted. To, I was I, I was waiting for somebody to say that's what she said. Um, that's what she said. Exactly. That's what she said. Um, so, as I said, I hate this. I hate the fact that I hate that I like this movie, and that I'm about to do what I'm about to do, and that's defend it. Sounds like I just defended it. I just fucking defended it. <laughs> I just spent like fucking three minutes. No, defending. I'm gonna take another step forward. Oh wait, you're gonna actually defend the story? I'm going to defend this movie. Oh wait, the story though. Oh lord. <clears throat> My fingers don't. At least to me. So the thing that snapped me out of this whole thing. It was a review by Hello Greedo. YouTube Hello, channel. Guy with a Stormtrooper hat and normal clothes. Stormtrooper. Uh, never heard uh, of him. With normal clothes. Um, he was... He, he verbalized my thoughts on this movie to a T that I was not capable... That I am not capable of doing. But I'm going to try anyway. 
That's why I like criticism. I don't mind that the Emperor is back. I don't mind. I don't need to know how he came back. I don't need to know how he amassed an entire fleet of, star, of uh, star destroyers. I don't need. I don't need any of that to be explained to me. Sure. Like, if minimum exposition in the opening crawl. All I needed was the opening crawl. That's fine. Whatever. I don't mind that he came back. <clears throat> he was the mastermind this whole time. What's one more trilogy? What? How much? Do, like, does the fact... Like, to me, my thing I ask myself as I think about this movie is... Is it really that bad that we that this movie re is like puts the like is it really that bad to the French is it really that bad that we took a step backwards with yes. this movie. Is it really, really that bad? Yes. Do you want to know my honest opinion, Chris? No, because I'm not done. Um, Every time and twice on Sunday. Okay. <sighs> to me, this isn't the worst thing to happen. It's not. I have been offended far worse. In the franchise, you mean? Yes. Yeah, of course. That's why I wanted to I've watch I've been offended far, far... I've been offended by far, far worse, and that's not even counting the prequels or the holiday special. You haven't seen the holiday special. I've, I've seen, seen enough. Yeah, he's seen enough to know it's bad. You don't know how bad. I don't mind. As for the MacGuffins, there's only two. There's two. There's only if you two. Count the, if you count the guy that they're supposed to find to get C-3PO's head, he counts as another. Fine. Three. I'll give you that. Fine. I've given you everything else. Three. Fine, whatever. Technically four. You say this movie is a bad Star Wars movie. Yeah, I do. I disagree. Okay. It's in the worst You're way possible. Disagree. In the worst way possible. The Star Wars movie. Oh, oh God. In the worst way possible. No, oh, Chris. Uh, I did not expect that. Okay, go ahead. It is in the worst way possible, the Star Wars movie. No way. If you want to make a real Star Wars movie, you should have followed up The Last Jedi to a T. That. I, I'm not saying you're not wrong because you got everything right in the prediction episode. So you got most of the right answers. They made it for you. 
Don't you? I think you're right that it probably is the worst Star Wars movie. I don't even think that. I mean, like the worst. You guys are throwing me off. I'm trying to make a point. You keep interjecting with what you guys think. I just want to finish this, and then you could tear me apart. That's all I ask. Okay, that's all I ask. I believe what I believe. This movie wasn't that egregious to me. It was not that big of a sin to me, and you cannot take away take that away from me. As much as you try. As much as you try, you cannot take this away from me. So let me have this. Because we've been reviewing movies this entire time. Okay. You, Zach, you do the news. You go off. You guys go off in your own tangents. I sit back and I just let you guys go. Because you're my friends. And I like to listen to you guys talk. But this is my opportunity to get this off my chest. And I just ask that you give me this. And Why? this you can tear me apart. Okay. We can't give you. We can't give you anything, dude. You can like this movie all you want, and it's not a. Bad can I thing. defend myself? Please. You don't have to defend anything, man. Like, but like I the have movie. to explain why I like it. Why? Let me explain. Let me put it this way: the only reason that I'm oh giving my you God. this is what I'm talking about. I thought you were done. I no, thought you I'm were not done. done. I said, let me explain. Okay. Yes. The stuff with fin- with the, between the main three, okay, cool. It's it's good. These guys can these guys have the ability to act in a act according to a screenplay no matter how good or bad it is. They can follow up with a guy with an enormous head and an even worse haircut and Listen to his direction and deliver according to that. And the machinations of a guy who has lost his mind since writing a movie about um, guys getting out of Iran because um, the embassy went to shit. Um, The stuff with the emperor, I didn't mind. It was not the worst thing to me. In fact, nothing in this movie really like pissed me off nothing nothing made me egregiously angry except the fact that i that i like this movie that is not very good it's not a good movie it's got a ton of problems it moves at a frenetic pace it it's edited like a fast and furious movie and i hate that but i still like the movie. Why? Because of the characters. I figured this out as I was watching it. I'm like, this story isn't doing it for me. So when the reveal happened that Ray was in fact a Palpatine, I'm like, okay. All right. And then I held and I like I reached out with my mind. I'm like, okay. Listen, this isn't the listen. That was that was okay. It was pretty bad, but I'm gonna hang on. I'm gonna st- I'm still with I'm still with you, even though that's a terrible. Like I didn't lose interest in Ray. 
The movie almost the movie tried to make me lose interest in Ray. I did not. She by because of this movie, she is my favorite character in all of Star Wars. There, I said it. Now, before I came on, just minutes before I came on, like seconds before I came on and we started, I looked at Hello Greedo's review just to make sure that I was good with that opinion. And then I watched movies with Mikey, his video, Film Joy's video on The Last Jedi. And I specifically went to the section he talked about Ray. He made a point. It's like Ray. He he made a point. He's like, okay. He said, I don't even care if it's revealed that she's a long lost Kenobi or Skywalker solo, what have you. He said, I don't even care. The damage, her damage has been done. She still had to raise herself. She still was sold for whatever reason. She had to grow up living, like thinking that, trying to fight the belief that she was sold because her parents didn't want her. And this galaxy or just bad luck has just fucked her over time and time and time and time again. Just from the from the moment, almost from the moment she was born, she gets dumped on Jakku. She has to raise herself. No parents has to hope that she someday, maybe someday they'll come back. Turns out she can't do that. She gets forced into a situation she never really asked for. She has powers that she never asked for, but she has them anyway. She just and she goes on. She just goes on. And the last Jedi. Like, the person who she was hoping that, um, the person she was hoping that would help her in this journey, help her find her place in all this, ended up being an old hermit who wanted nothing to do with it because he made a terrible mistake years ago. And so she had to turn her back on him and had to do things herself. And then in this movie, she's it's a year removed from and then also on top from the last Jedi, she finds out that her parents were really nobody special. She has to she's manipulated to think that and Kylo Ren and that's another thing about the whole Palpatine film, Kylo Ren didn't know either. So to say so that's what he thought. And so it doesn't so so for him to say that um they were nobody for him to think that just for some reason just makes it easier on me to swallow and she's a palpatine sure okay hold on but in this movie she is training and training and has to get ready for this fight that she's supposed to join and then finally she has a reason to get really involved <clears throat> and then it turns out she just goes on the since she goes on a bunch of side side quests i know i know i know i know i know and then finally it's revealed that she is the granddaughter of the worst human alive so once again 
And the one person that she loves the most, probably the one person that she connects to the most is a piece of shit. Um, like she wants to like, she wants to be with, with him, but she can't as long as he's a piece of shit. Also, then she's the granddaughter of the worst human ever to be born. And so the, so the galaxy fucks her over one more time. So when she reaches out, so when she reaches out with, with um, she's just like, be with me, as the Emperor is about to destroy the entire um, rebel fleet, she's just like, be with me. She's just like, just, I could feel it in Daisy Ridley's acting. Just be with me. Just, just like, I, like, I need this. Like, for her entire life, she's been, like, like, I, like, I need, like, I, like, I, like, I just, please, just give me something. <laughs> and then she finally defeats Palpatine into, like, to me, the, her being a Palpatine doesn't hurt me. I guess because she was already getting fucked over time and time again. And like, sure. The whole thing about she's a nobody and she just rises. She's a nobody from nowhere. And she rises to greatness out of nowhere, breaks the cycle that the Skywalker, the Skywalkers have had on this galaxy for a while now. But, um, but like, it's the same message. Lineage doesn't dictate your destiny. Sure, we haven't heard that before, but, sure, we've, we've, we have heard that before. I'm sorry. We've heard that before. But, like, you could have done something new. Um... You could have you could have done something new. You could have just said she's a nobody from nowhere. That would have been just as easy as saying that she's a Palpatine or belongs to anybody. Um, but she's she was to me. She was still. She it, it reminds when it happened. It reminded me of um Peter Quill from Guardians of the Galaxy too. Yeah, sure, like. Peter Quill is the son of a planet that was consuming its offspring to uh, just live forever. Like that was his father, but it wasn't, but that, but ego wasn't his daddy. It was Yondu. In this case, Ray had never really had any parents. So her taking up the Skywalker name kind of just is, doesn't, isn't really earned. Not, it's not because it's her fault, but, um, but like, I get like like I said, it just it doesn't it didn't hurt, it didn't hurt that bad. I face palmed in the theater. I'm like, but, but I'm like, okay, okay, okay. She's still Ray. She's still the Ray I know. This I'm doesn't doesn't change anything. No, no, you are not. You are not. I am. I am on a roll. I am in a groove about this movie and if you throw me off again i'm probably gonna be permanently thrown off and i can't get any of this off so please hold on to dog, anything chris. i gotta deal with the dog chris i'm sorry you gotta deal with the dog okay never mind all right never mind okay 
Alex, I know you're listening. Um, Kylo Ren being rede- being redeemed. Sure. Okay. Fine. We all saw that coming. That was going to be okay. Fine. Um, wouldn't it have been? Would it have been great if he was the villain instead of the emperor? Sure. Yes, it would have been better if he was made. If this movie was Ray, who is a nobody from nowhere, finally puts an end to the cycle that the Skywalkers and the, the puts an end to the cycle the Skywalkers have put on the galaxy for years, and then they have to. Um, make their own destiny now on their own. Yes, that would have been better, of course. But whatever reason, for whatever reason, everything in that happens in this movie doesn't make me mad. Like, I'm legit okay with it. Because... Um, the Last Jedi, even though it teased a better idea, and JJ was like, "No, um, this is what this is what I wanted to do." I think it teased that anyone, also another, yeah, that anyone can be anything. That they that they want to make it. So now the Star Wars is no longer restricted to the same people, the same family. It could do whatever it wants. It's no matter what, it's free now. Now anyone can do anything. Anything can happen now. So I think, even though that's why I don't think. It sure the ideas that the last Jedi that the last Jedi presents the the rise of Skywalker like pulled back. It pulled back those ideas and said no. Like I still think I still think what it wanted to do still applies like it still had its effect because now still even though ray i'm thinking i guess i'm thinking long term but like ray even though she's a palpatine she's not restricted by that even like and then even though like okay only like it's still the same it's still the same amount of people like i guess you need to be from a certain bloodline to, to um um be a Jedi or to matter to have any kind of impact in this um, franchise. Now that this true, now that it's over, it's not true anymore, especially with Finn now, because he has the force now, or is like the same, the same level of Leia had. Um, it may not be that point about anybody can have the force or use it and make an impact on their own. 
that would have been more satisfying with Ray, but it still stands with Finn. Um, also, the whole idea of like anybody can be a Jedi, even though with the introduction of midi chlorians, I still think that it's true. Because then if what this movie says is you have to be like lin- like like lineage matters, then who is Finn related to that he has the force? Who is Ahsoka Tano from the animated shows? Who is she related to to have all these powers? Who is Obi-Wan related to? Who is Qui-Gon related to? Who is Mace Windu related to? Who is Yoda related to? Yeah, sure, he's from a race of very for- very Force-sensitive people. But he's not... But like, And then who are any of the Jedi pre from the prequels? Who are any of them related to that... They have any kind of impact. Yeah, sure, they're in the background, but they're still Jedi. They're still from, like, they still have different backgrounds. So to me, the idea of anybody can be a Jedi, anybody can make a difference in this universe, no matter where they're from. They don't have to be from a certain bloodline to make a difference. That always was with me. I didn't need, I didn't, I didn't need to learn that. To like make a bigger point of that, which is why I'm, I guess that's why I'm so okay with Ray being a Palpatine because there will always be someone else, right? Like there's Ahsoka, who's Ahsoka related to? And she's literally one of the most popular characters in Star, in the Star Wars fandom. Oh boy, he's going to say something. Um, so I better make this quick. No, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say that if I was ever gonna say anything and interrupt you at any time, it probably would have been that. Oh boy! See, I told you this was gonna be a crucifixion. So anyway, I still don't think you know what that means. So I concur with that statement, Alex. Like. To me, it's just like, like I said, like, I'm mad at the fact that I like this movie. Not that, but not because I'm mad at what it did. Like, I'm frustrated that it could have went in a more interesting direction just as easily. But he decided to double back. And for some reason, that doesn't make me mad. I'm okay I'm okay with what was done here because I, as much as I've just went on a massive tirade about how it's all dead now, anybody will see anything, no matter how good it is. Jurassic World should have proved that to me. Um... Like... There, I still have hope that a better that like the inclination of hope maybe that's the more frustrating thing. They probably won't grow from this. They probably won't, but I still have hope that they will just for the sole reason that the last Jedi 
was a film that was written, storyboarded, shot, edited, and released. Um, and I guess I guess that, that like I still have I still have hope. I guess, and that's probably more frustrating because I know they probably won't grow from this. Kevin Feige's movie will be the safest thing. Not as safe as this, but like like the safest thing ever, I guess. Um, But at some point, at some point, whether it be now or years from now, that hopefully they realize they cannot be the baseball franchise of movies. And what I mean by that is that Star Wars is kind of like being treated right now, at least by the people who make it, like a national pastime, even The Mandalorian. Like, it's still like a nostalgia franchise. They're still being treated as a nostalgia franchise, and people seem to be okay with that. Sorry. I'm so sorry. But, like, if it's gonna, I guess that means he saw The Mandalorian, but you probably didn't. But, but, um, Dude, I haven't even watched Watchmen yet, man. I'm so behind on stuff. So, I guess it's just, I still have hope that maybe one day they will make something uncanny again. So no matter what they do, no matter what they do, I guess I'm okay with it because there's always going to be something else. I just hope they never make another movie ever again until they realize that, that this was the wrong direction. So, yeah, this movie didn't offend me like it did you guys. And, yeah, fuck you. So your your ending line is fuck you? No. Um, <laughs> Are you sure about that, Chris? No, because, like, yeah, joke. I mean... I mean, jokingly, okay. jokingly. I, no, I got you, I got you. Um, <laughs> I say fuck you all the time. Uh, by the way, Chris, fuck you. Anyway, okay, yep, uh, thank you. This is I, what the show has been. <laughs> it's just, fuck me. Uh, no, stop flogging yourself, Da Vinci Code. I, I, so basically, okay, so, here's, here's my thing. Um, it, it satisfied you. Yeah, that's understandable. That was the point. Um, it didn't challenge you. That's also the other point. So you're right. not upset. You're okay with it. Um, you're not upset because you're a fan, and the things they did weren't bad. Uh, at least in like, okay, like story choices are horrendous. Character choices are not terrible. And yes, the best thing about this movie and overall the series altogether are the characters and the actors because Abrams has always been good with casting. Uh, 
but um, that that would be my point. Uh, it's a is is it bad that a Star Wars movie isn't challenging to its fans? Um, considering that Force Awakens is just the exact same thing as A New Hope, just with a shiny new paint job, and Last Jedi, while different, was undercut entirely by this movie. Yes, I think that's a bad thing. I think when the 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 smallest minority over the majority are saying, I don't like this, it's challenging to me. I and then they completely double back on that in harm to the actual story itself. Like it harms this trilogy. It, it, the rhythm is completely off. It just affects the way it moves rhythmically as a visual storytelling. It's just, it was a bad move. And that is probably my biggest argument why it's a bad Star Wars movie. Like, yeah, I, I accepted Palpatine. I accepted his ships. I accepted he was Machiavellian. I accept that he literally had clone Snopes that they showed you that, which really kind of kind of pissed me off a little bit. That's no, it didn't, I, I wasn't mad. I'm like, great. It just sucked yeah. it to all the Snopes fans. Suck that's, it. My point. that's my Take. point. That's what, that's what pisses me off. Like, the fact that the movie doubles back. It doesn't double you, back. The movie, the last Jedi <laughs> killed Snoke. I mean, you, you spoke. You spoke and you asked me to shut up. Right, I'll mute. I'll mute. I'll mute. I don't mean double back the way that we've used it before in the past. I mean the fact... Oh, God. What, what were we just talking about? Um, literally what we were just talking about. Snoke. Yeah, okay. The clone. The fact that the, the film takes the effort to show you those clones for one shot rather than take the effort to actually construct a better story is what bothers me. That's the things the film took the effort to focus on. That's the thing. It's like, oh, you people were pissed about Snoke. Well, we're going to make sure that you understand what Snoke really was really quickly so you get it. Like the parentage thing, you said it yourself, doesn't affect Ray because Ray had already been affected by the things in the other films. So it really doesn't matter. It matters to us. That was for us. That's the point. The film takes the effort and the time to give you those moments, but it doesn't take you the time and effort to be like, wait a second, where did he get all these ships? Why is he a robotic zombie? Wait a second. He got it on with who? How did he have a granddaughter? Like, like you start to ask different questions because he's he is a magician. That's the point. You look at one hand, so you're not seeing what the other hand is doing. That's exactly why he would use a magician, man. Like, he, he focused on the fan moments that you would be okay with and gave you a shitty story instead. Instead of challenging you with appropriate filmmaking so that we could all walk away and say that not only did Star Wars go from a pretty good Force Awakens to an arguably great Last Jedi to a possibly perfect Mad Max kind of action movie. We should have gotten that. We have the filmmakers to do it. We have the money and the time and the YouTube caliber analysis critics out there to help. Why didn't they do it? Because J.J. Abrams wanted to give you the exact same thing that the saga has already given you. And that's my problem. Last Jedi 
forget that it talks about that anyone can have the Force. Yeah, everyone can have the Force. That wasn't the point. The point was, this isn't a film where the guy, despite what his boss tells him and everything, just goes on and does whatever he does. No, his bosses tell him what to do, he does what he wants anyway, and he makes things worse because of it. Ray, instead of being the hero that is part of the lineage of all this other stuff, she's a nobody from nowhere. Those people don't have a hero in the Star Wars movie. They don't have that voice. There isn't an orphan who comes from nowhere in poverty, but has a skill that they can harness and focus on in the world. What, what, what if you were great at math, but you live in the project? Ah. And nobody is there is telling you that you should harness that and you should chisel that and you should work on that. And then you see someone like Ray and you look around and you're like, God, this person is rich because his parents were rich or this person got somewhere because of their last name. That hero doesn't exist in Star Wars. What was great about The Last Jedi is it gave the possibility to do something different than what has already been given us. And considering that The Force Awakens made the steps to give us what we've already been given, that's why Johnson did it. He was like, no, 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 Abrams, don't, no, you, we already, we already got that stuff. No, it's time for something different. It wasn't so much a fuck you as it wasn't like, okay, we got it, man. Let's do something different. It's like, why do we keep going to the same bar every night? Let's go to a different place. And yes, yeah, some people like comfort. I love McDonald's. I make the same meals every day. I am a comfort food kind of guy. I'm not saying that stuff doesn't exist in real life and shouldn't exist in your Star Wars. But obviously it's to its detriment in this case because he jumped through massive hoops to give you things that it turns out you didn't really need what you needed was stronger story moments what you needed was better in uh, franchise rule building you needed to have a better conflict and you needed to properly build off the last film instead of focusing on the wrong moments to tell the wrong things to appease the right people like that that is my problem in the service, in the detriment of story, he decided fan service. And it wrecks everything. Does it succeed some of the times? Yes, when it comes to the characters. Like I said, I love the characters and I want more of them. And I agree, Ray is awesome. And I also compliment you for having her be your favorite character in the whole series. Because she is awesome. I love Ray. My problem is, the story is bad. It's bad for a Star Wars story, dude. And you know it. I'm not saying you can't like I didn't it. argue. And I'm not saying you can't sit there and not be satisfied by what you saw. But don't sit here and tell me that he didn't focus on those moments instead of the other ones. And it hurts it massively because of it. That is the problem here. I J. didn't J. argue Abrams, that. J.J. Abrams chose the wrong thing. That's what I'm arguing. And that's all I'm saying. So don't sit here and say I'm trying to crucify you for liking the movie as a Star Wars fan. But it deliberately doesn't challenge you and even more so hurts the story to give you exactly what you want. And that is my problem. That's a big problem, man. I just hope this like, is like a, never mind, go ahead. Like, but that, yeah, that's all I'm saying. Like, it, it's not just fan service, it's fan service to detriment of the entire trilogy. To everything. I wasn't even arguing against that. I just said, listen. I'm not mad. I'm not mad. I think you should. There will be another one. Although you don't want there to be one? Until they understand what, you what think they've they done. I, I hope they understand what they've done. No. They, my fear is that they didn't. 
Like, this is what it's going to be from now on. Because of that 86? Because of the 86. Um, I, the, here's the thing. They, that's why I didn't like Abrams taking the third film, and that's why I didn't like Abrams starting the first one, uh, because he doesn't think of the future. You need to think of the future. You need to think ahead of time. You need to think of 10 years from now. Movies go so fucking fast. People stop talking about films so fucking fast. Gosh, dang it. If you want your, if you want your films to matter, you need to think of the long run. You need to think of the long game. You need to think theme. You need to think character. You need to think story. Now, I don't think the detriment is necessarily Johnson or even to say that J.J. was deciding to make a love letter is the problem. I would say the problem is that they didn't pick one director to or one producer to work on all three the way Lucas did. Maybe it took time. Thank you! But here's the thing. The, the, they didn't have the same director for the three first movies of the trilogy. It was just that Lucas was the most was a producer and he picked the people he liked and he was the runner for it and he was the visionary. But in this thing, they tried to do it corporate-wise. They were firing and hiring people left and right. But that didn't mean they didn't produce some good elements from it. Again, Abrams' Force Awakens is an astonishing achievement as a sequel and a reboot. It is, however, filled with his mystery box stuff. That's supposed to say, hey, you can do what you want, but you better do what I'm leading you to. And the next guy was like, no, I, I want to make a story about a person, you know, that doesn't follow the same things as the last trilogy. I want to do something different. And Abrams was like, no, you're making the old trilogy. And that to the detriment of everything. It's his fault. Doesn't. He, it's his fault. He made a bad Star Wars movie. You can like there are some things that are great about it that answers some stuff that fans like to know about and talk about but everything but like no dude it's a bad Star Wars movie it just it doesn't follow the rules it it dispatches character logic it, it just it's uh, well, yeah. it's okay. just another Star Wars movie it is of course it's just another Star Wars movie and it's not as bad as the worst ones out there but it's not a good one. That's the problem. That's, That's what, that is the problem, though. That is the main problem. It's just another Star Wars movie. So they're going to be out there. Exactly. They're going to happen. I personally think that Force Awakens is just another Star Wars movie. It's a new hope. So the most disappointing thing about The Rise of Skywalker, or the most frustrating thing about it, is that they had a clear, unique direction that they could have gone, and instead, they went out of their way to make just another Star Wars movie. Yes. You nailed it on the head there, bucko. Fine. Whatever. Ah. <laughs> uh. Well, yeah, it's not bad. I've seen worse. Now. Man, I wish you'd seen that holiday special beforehand, man. I don't. I really don't. Question, dude. This would be a whole other thing. You'd be like, oh, nope, man. Nope, it would not have. This changes nothing. At least we ain't like five minutes. It changes minutes nothing. Non-Wookiee subtitled dialogue. 
It uh, changes no. nothing. I think it changed everything. Nothing. That's because you don't know, bro. Nothing. Alex, nothing. Nothing. This changes nothing. You don't know, though. I don't care that I don't know. It wouldn't matter. This movie is still this movie. Oh, I don't know nothing about this movie. I was talking about the house. But I mean, like, no, I honestly think that if you see something bad before you see something that uh, you would think is worse, like, I do think it matters. Yeah. No. I disagree. If I had seen the holiday special before this, I still would have thought the Rise of Skywalker. I still would have thought the same thing about the Rise of Skywalker as I do now. 100%. Maybe I would have appreciated it more, but I definitely would have 100% seen everything that I saw out of that movie. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, that you would appreciate it more from like a filmmaking standpoint. That's it's all. just like, a little more. Yeah, that's all. That's the whole. That's the whole point of super bad things like that. Like uh, Surfer Teen confronts fears. They show you like you you begin to appreciate good sound, just proper sound editing. You begin to appreciate proper framing, proper editing. Like that's that's the thing that I I'm walking away from this movie going. Yeah, you know what? Like. I, that's the things that I hate about the prequels. They they fail on a basic functional uh, filmmaking standard because the guy hadn't made movies in forever and he was way too focused on CGI. So many things fail at what they're supposed to be as movies. It It's ridiculous. This is solid on a lot of angles. Yeah, the editing is like all over the place, but it's not distractingly bad. It's just more so characters don't talk for a while, so the scene can just kind of take you from one place to another. Like the whole like Kylo seeing the Emperor to getting his helmet to going back. Like he doesn't say a, a like word for a long period of time in that. Like it's it's fast editing, but it's also visual storytelling on a better level than like whatever the holiday special does. So that was the point. Like you'd watch the holiday special, then you'd watch this and be like, you know, I liked how they this editing wasn't that bad. Like, people are walking around being like, this is the worst thing edited since Suicide Squad. Like, no. Suicide Squad is horrifyingly bad. This is not that bad in terms of those scales. Also, my friend Jay, remember what I told you about him, Alex? Yeah. He hated this movie. Really? What did he say? I have no idea. All I know is that he really hated it, and he went on a very long rant in his uh, in his, uh, his friend chat. That's what I was told. Hmm. So I mean, so that that maybe that and he didn't like the Last Jedi. Yes, he did not. He thought it was horrible. He thought the holiday special was better. Um, I yeah, Chris. I don't think my point is. Uh, I I don't think you should walk away feeling bad that you I was liked just about to ask you. Am I wrong in any believing any of this? You're not okay. Like here's the thing. You are okay for being comforted by your comfort food. Like, you love it because it's comforting to you. So if they hit you on a comforting level, you're going to like it. Like, that's fine. You're going to uh, you're gonna be okay with its flaws and its like, problems because it's still a Star Wars movie to you. Like, like that. I, I totally understand that this movie doesn't do anything new, and it should have. I totally understand that. That's the problem. Right, it's, just, it's not challenging, and because and because it, it makes a deliberate effort to not challenge you, everyone notices it. It's like a parent being like, "No, I will not take my kid to school," and you're like, "What? All right." And I still don't hate it. 
I that's do. my that's my most frustrating like thing is that I should absolutely abhorrently hate this movie with a burning passion like I did at the beginning of this episode before I had to hang up and when you asked me a really, 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 really basic question. And like, I should be that mad, but I'm just not. I don't think you should be. I don't think you should hate. No, this I that should I don't hate, hate this. I absolutely I should hate this. I no 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 no. I well, yes. No, because no, it's yes. for you. Yeah, no, because you like it, man. You're a Star Wars fan. It does Star Wars stuff you like. That's the whole point. A lot of that stuff is for you. It's to make you happy. Like I'm not saying that like any of that fans. But no, that's the, here's the thing. I would love it if it challenged you. You would be benefited more if you challenged it. But the reason you don't hate it is because it gave you things you like. You're not, you're, I'm not surprised that you don't hate it. You shouldn't hate yourself for it because the movie, that's, that's the intention of it. Movies are manipulative. That's their point. But here's the thing. I don't hate it, but it does piss me off. And I would hope one day it pisses you off. It doesn't piss you off now because you just watched it and you like it and it's fresh in you. But maybe after the third or fourth time you watch it, you're like, you know what? Yeah, this kind of pisses me off. But I, that's all I want. It pisses like, me off now. That's all, but I'm man. still not mad. No. Well, that's the thing. Like, I'm not mad. Like, I'm not running around being – I'm not writing rants. I'm not doing anything I like that. I should be. Like, uh, like it, we all saw it coming. We didn't think it would be this bad. I'll be honest. Well, we kind of all saw him doing it. I mean, we all were being acting in denial for a while, but we all I knew had he- hope. I had hope. I had hope too, man. Like I like again, listen to our our predictions episode. I am wrong out and out the gate trying to convince you out of things and then you say it, man. You nail it. You nail it in a bow. You say, "Man, this is just like last time." I'm sitting here thinking about lore and you shouldn't have been about character and prediction. Like you, the the whole point, you nailed it. Like he didn't think about characterization. He didn't think about themes like the last movie, which is what it was built on. He decided to go lore, all lore, and that's the problem. You go all lore, you spend all your time thinking about her being a uh, Palpatine, and all your time like showing the Snoke puppets. Like enough thinking about how it's actually constructed into your story, dude. What are you doing? Like it's it. He was so focused. On him being like, no, this was supposed to be a love letter. And it was supposed to be this. And people were like, well, dude, isn't that going to look a little wonky to people? And he was like, no, I'm going to do it this way. And they were like, man, but don't you think? They like, should have stayed on. He should have stayed on. That's his fault. No, dude, he didn't want to. He, he was a perfect setup for it. And I, the problem is they picked three people from the gate and they let them do whatever they wanted. And J.J. Abrams was the guy who walked in and was like, I make mystery boxes. I don't answer my questions. I just bring questions. And Disney was fine with that. They were like, we'll just bring a guy to set things up and then the next guy will come in. And if we like his story, he'll come in. And the third guy will come in and whoops, he sucks. We didn't really think about that. Um, uh-oh, people responded to the last movie poorly. Um, JJ, come back. Please come back. And that's what they did. And they brought him back and he took the money. And he was fine with it until he actually realized he wasn't fine with it. And then things got bad and he had to stand his ground on what he wanted to do from the first movie to the detriment of everything. Instead of them going, okay, let's take one or two years and make this third movie count. Um, they didn't. They wanted to get it out real fast. Um, 
So there's a lot of people that made the decisions that made what they were. But at the end of the day, JJ was the one who said, like, I'm going to go back. And I'm going to do it to the detriment of everything. I've said that word a lot, but it, it, it's a good word. It, it pisses me off. It pisses me off. Because, like, that's so, that's so bad. Just a bad, it's just bad filmmaking, man. It's just a bad filmmaking. Like, I don't, I'm not even a big Star Wars fan. I'm not even a big, like, proponent of what they can do for people. I think I'm a big proponent of what they are for kids. Like, every now and then a video will pop on my YouTube of a little girl running up to a ray at Disneyland, and it's the cutest goddamn thing I've ever fucking seen. And it's great. And kids love Ray. I love Ray. You love Ray. She's great. But they're not making them for them. They're making them for you, Chris. They're making them for people older than you. Isn't that fucking weird? Mm. Uh, yeah. Oh, now I'm back to depression. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, I think I, I don't think you should beat yourself up for liking it. It does. It, I can't it, it help does, it. It specifically does things that to make you like it. So yeah, and I liked it too. I like. I but said, that makes me feel like I'm manipulatable, like I'm yeah. gullible. Dude, that's movies, man. That's what movies are. Dude, Star Wars was saved in the edit. George Lucas shot all the stuff, and a guy came in and was like, "Dude, I'm gonna like, I'm gonna fix this," and he did. The editor saved Star Wars. The vision is George Lucas for sure, and the editor saw it because he's worked with Lucas on it, but like he knew how to make that thing move at a pace for you to be emotionally invested by the time they get to the Death Star. By the time they get to the Death Star, you don't slow down. You keep going all the way to the point that he shoots those things and they blow up the Death Star. Like That movie has a pace for a reason. Movies are manipulative. You need to understand that, man, if you're going to make them. You have to. That's the point. Every shot matters. Close-ups matter. When you're close up on a face, you are much more emotionally vested than when you're far away, right? You're going to make someone do a crying scene in a wide shot on the other side of the room for the entire thing? No. You pull up close on that person because you want the audience to feel it because you are the one in control. JJ was the one in control. He was the one who decided that he wanted to show snow puppets instead of just explaining how they got there in the first place. <sighs> So yes, he he made sure that there were things in there that you liked or that you were okay with or that were fun or that were entertaining. And yeah, I I liked Ray a lot in that movie. I think that's I think she's the best thing uh in I think that's her, that's my favorite part of her in the trilogy. Like I like her farting around with Luke and it's fun and stuff. And um in the first movie it's cool when she's like telling Finn to not hold her hand and stuff. I loved her in this. I loved her just kicking ass and like shocking Finn and Poe as she kept doing something cool and they were like did she just blow up Chewy like also I... also yeah with Ray I'm like I was prepared to come onto this program and have to defend the fact that she is not a Mary Sue anymore I was like this is like um it was like she does force lightning now I'm like great fantastic make her even more powerful make her even like do it like do it even more piss some more people off oh man I <laughs> love how powerful I love how powerful she is in this movie I absolutely love it but see that, but it's here's the thing. We all love how powerful she is because we're now okay with how powerful she is. We no longer have to have the Mary Sue argument anymore, guys. It's been solved. She's a Palpatine that describes everything. 
that fucking pisses me off. Doesn't that piss you off, man? We don't. We shouldn't have had to have that conversation in the first place. But now it's okay. You don't have to now. Of course, she can shoot lightning. She's a Palpatine. Of course, she can like fly up and like slice up a plane. Now she's a Palpatine. Oh, we also had like a couple minutes of her training. We saw her entire training regiment because, guys, she's been training. She's not a married. Like fuck that, dude. Yeah, she's still Ray, though. Of course, I love Ray. But I didn't need that stuff explained to me. In fact, no. when it was, I felt talked down to. I I understand the intent behind it. And I listen, I facepalmed in the theater very loudly. Probably to the point where somebody thought, is somebody clapping at this? But no, I was facepalming. I'm just like, what? Are they doing this like this? Just like I'm doing now. This is me face palming at the fact that Ray is a Palpatine. I, I'm just gonna keep doing this. This feels good, you know. Honestly, this it sounds like you're masturbating. What this movie I'm, was intended I'm using to this clip. I'm using this clip to make it sound like you're masturbating now. Am I bleeding yet? No. Yeah. I'm still using it. It's still great for it. Maybe I'm bleeding on the inside. That's fine. I'm still but... using it. Give it me go. You done? Um, no, you shouldn't. Are you done? No, I do feel bad. Damn it! No, I still feel bad. No, man, don't. No, no listen. You cannot tell me that this is a stupid. You cannot keep explaining to me that this is that her being a Palpatine is a very stupid idea, and it is a very condescending thing to do to the audience, and exp and it still expect me. To feel good about me being okay with the fact that she is a Palpatine. You cannot do that. You do not have... You cannot do that. Yes, I can. It's very simple. Look, this isn't like you... If you... Um, I should not be okay with this. Dude, it's not like if you buy... Like, here's the thing. There's a movie I once, I once watched of this guy who found out that if he got a certain kind of apple that was got from a certain place, that it funded this uh, child labor thing. And he's like, I'm not going to buy those apples. I'm going to look for the kind of apples that help people. And then he realized that that is connected to every single fucking thing he does in his life. If you buy a pair of shoes, it was probably made by people in China that are like, it's connected to everything. Look around your house right now, Chris. All of that stuff was made by people that are living a worse life than you and you've benefited and you have no fucking clue. Like, that's how you should feel bad. That's what you should feel bad about in life. This is a movie in a series of things that you love. And a couple of those things are actually pretty good. And a couple of those moments are kind of fun. So be okay with it, man. Yes, it's bad. You like something that's bad. So what? I, love, I watch bad movies all the time for fun. I genuinely love to watch crap for fun. I like, I like movies where people walk around and do nothing. I love Twin Peaks, and most people are like, that shit is bad. And I'm like, no, it's weird. But in their mind, weird is bad. I can't change that for them. I can't ask you, Chris, to actually be okay with a movie like Twin Peaks Firewalk with me. I can't expect you to be okay with that and understand where I'm coming from with that. Fandom is fucking weird, man. We can't explain why we like the things we like. We can only accept that we like them and not beat ourselves up for it. It's like family. It's like friends. It's like relationships. Why do I love this person? They challenge me. Or they don't. Or it's comfort. Or it's not. What are you okay with? What are you not? At the end of the day, you rise and sleep under the blanket of the world you grew up in. So just be okay with it. 
It, you, you like a bad movie. Cool. <sighs> Understanding why it's bad is more important because when the next one comes, you have an opportunity as a fan to say, no, I don't want, I don't want you to give me the last thing. I want this. You, I didn't like what you did there. I appreciate that you gave it to me, but I don't want that. Thanks. I hated it. So please try again. That's all you're doing as a fan. You're like, you know what? Cool. Um, can I have a different song, please? Can you play something else? Like, that's all you're doing. You're, you're just you're just a fan, man. You're not you're not sitting here saying it's the worst movie ever, and you're not sitting here saying that I'm an asshole for hating it. it but you are taking it out on yourself. Like that, your toxic fandom in yourself. Like, why, dude? Why are you taking all the toxic shit? That you don't know where to put and putting it on yourself. Don't, don't do that. You like Chris, it. You are allowed to love what you love, and that's okay. Understanding why it's bad is not the same thing as like liking it. I know why the things I love are bad. In fact, it makes me it makes me understand the things I love better. But I still love it. I love Tremors too, dude. Tremors 2 is not a perfect movie, but I would tell anyone to go watch Tremors 2, and they'll never understand what I love about it. But I love Tremors 2. Aftershock. I am so sorry that you like that movie, Alex. It's fine, man. Fred Ward is good. It's got a good soundtrack. It's got, like, it's got great shots of Mexico. They drive around and blow, like, graboids up. Man, I like that movie. It's not good, but I like it. Don't take it out on yourself, man. Don't crucify yourself for this. This movie's not worth it. It's just a fine Star Wars movie that has a really sordid backstory. That's it. The toxicity of it will go away over time. And they'll make other movies, but this movie will still exist. So how you feel about it will always still be there. Like, imagine years from now, 20 years from now, they've made other movies and other shows, maybe a couple other trilogies. And Star Wars is something entirely different now. Or maybe it's the same thing, just with whatever. But you can still go back to this movie where all the hype is gone and all the toxic whatever is that we're not even talking about anybody. People may not even talk about it anymore, but you're like, you know what? I'm going to watch the trilogy. It's time for Rise of Skywalker. You turn it on. You're like, yeah, this ain't so bad. I mean, it's bad. But I like it. That, that's it. You know how I got into Star Wars? I turned them on TV and it just was on. And I was like, okay. And then I watched it. I watched all three of them in one day. And that was the afternoon. I didn't fall in love with them, but I was like, God, that was a good after fucking noon. That was a good time. I really liked that. And I thought about it for days. And I really like, was in my own head. But like, that's what they are, man. They should just be a good time. So if you can at least be that, you've got... We haven't even graded this movie yet. I'm af- I'm even afraid to. Like, just... From... Is it, uh, what do I even start with even grading this? So, like... I understand. Like, I feel like that it was like a, at that point where it's revealed that Ray is a Palpatine, 
that's the point where it's like, okay. Um, you're either here or you're not. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this movie that is saying. true. It's that either you're here or you're not. And true, but... I didn't walk out. So, just I didn't okay, either. I like I understand that. Um, I understand Ray being a Palpatine negates pretty much anything, pretty much almost everything that the last Jedi said, or like was try was trying to say. Mm-hmm. Um. I get that, but like, like, and like, I feel like for a lot of people, like you, you, you touched on this. A lot of people like are invested in Ray because she, she, or were invested in Ray because she was a nobody from nowhere, getting fucked over time after time after time again, diamond again, and like, and she was a symbol of anybody can do this. Anybody can make an impact. And the moment she was a, revealed as a Palpatine, that was kind of taken away. If not entirely. But, but to me... The legitimacy of her power. Just for the legitimacy of her power. At, at the least, yeah. To me... Her being a Palpatine doesn't, to me, me personally, me, does not take anything away from what I think of Rey as a character. That's good? Because you like her? I under, like, it doesn't. Like the fact that she could have been nobody, it, that it could have been better, but I'm fine with what I got. Like if she's a Palpatine, fine. Can I ask you why? Sorry, what now? Why? Sorry, why what? I'm kind of in a groove here. What? Why what? Why are you okay with it? I was hoping you would ask so I could talk myself through this. So. Man, I just had a thought about this too. Um, but the, yeah, I was trying. I was trying to explain. Like, she was a symbol of like, especially with Broom Boy, the light into the last Jedi. <laughs> that anybody really can have. Um, anybody can have that power anybody could make that kind of an impact it doesn't have to be a skywalker kenobi or palpatine or anybody related to anybody that that we're attached to um and her being a palpatine takes that away but i guess the fact that i'm okay with it is that ray is that I, I was invested in Ray because she was given a power that she did not know what to do with. 
um, that she didn't ask for and didn't, like I said, didn't know what to do with. And she just wants, she just wants to, like, she wanted to stay on Jakku and wait for her parents because she believed they were coming. My face is raw from face palming so much. Um. Anyway. For me, I'm okay with it because it's, that's just, for me, it's just so easy. Like, I can, for lack of a better term, I get it. I get her. Kind of like how I get Elsa, you know? I get Ray on the same reason that I get Elsa, but they're not the same person. There's similarities, but they're not the same person. But um, it's just like, but Ray just feels like it's just like she literally throughout this trilogy kind of gets wailed on by just life. And yeah, her I can sucked. Say what now? It's because her grandfather sucked. Yeah, and I can pro- project myself into that. Is that the right term? Um, like I guess. Like I get that she, I get what she's feeling, and when she actually does rise up to um, fight him or stand up to him, I'm like, yes. And I, you're going to laugh at me. I almost cried. I'm just like, yes. Yes, after all this time, she can look at what has been fucking her over, over and over again, and say, you don't dictate what or who I am and what I do. And at the end of the movie, you disagree with me. I swear to God, well, if you interrupt me. Yeah, I do. I don't think they earn that. Uh, see, to I me, think, see, that's the thing right, about this movie. Earn it. I, no, I'm just, way too emotional. I'm way too emotional. Well, no, I should hate this movie. No. Would you stop? No, you like it. You like it, man. That's I cool. like that's good- that they did that. And no, now she gets to do her own thing. I'm excited I, I, for her. I'm so happy for her. But it's not its not satisfying as it could have been. It's not as good as it could have been. And it breaks my heart when I think about it. And the more I think about it, the worse it gets. And the more I feel bad that I even enjoyed this movie to begin with. Don't. Stop saying I shouldn't when I should. <laughs> Dude, come on. Like... My point, my point is, is that at a certain point, you won't be this passionate about it. It's just how life works. So you just stop being passionate, that passionate about like stuff like this. And at a certain point, you will just like get it. So like, I hope I'm this I, I, I mean, like, I don't think it's like, I, I, I'm just, that, there's a reason I asked the question. I just wanted to know why. So you gave me what exactly they were going for which is 
she's literally looking at the thing that's been screwing over her over her entire life, and she stands up to it, and she fights it with all the other Jedi behind her. That's what they wanted you to think, and that makes perfect reason, and you got it. You totally got it. And it was, and you responded to it. That's not bad. That means they did their job, and you got what you wanted. There's nothing wrong with that. It's the, it, like, liking this movie is not the problem, Chris. It's understanding why they made the decisions they did. And I totally do. I totally do. Bad. That's my problem. That's why you should hate it. But if you're an outside perspective, you look at it and you're like, God, man, fans deserve better. And you as a fan are like, I don't even know. And that's the problem. That sucks. But like, you should feel bad for that. That's not your fault. That's their fault for saying that you don't deserve better. And I'm an asshole for saying that you are supposed to see that and respond to that and hate that. When at the end of the day, you just want to like what you like, man. You just wanted to go see a movie. You were counting down on your Facebook page every day when it was coming. You were just playing fucking excited for it. And now you're sitting here going, I hate myself for liking it. You went from like A to G and you have no idea why. And I'm trying to tell you, don't think about that shit. Don't think about that journey. Just go, ah, oh, man, man, JJ, totally misguided. Really shouldn't have done that stuff. Had a, Like, he really just should have gone with it. That sucks. And you know what? I didn't get the movie I wanted, but I got the moments I wanted. And, hey, guess what? In this entire trilogy, I got my favorite character in the entire franchise. And she wasn't hurt by the entire experience. She came out actually better for it. So, dude, there are things in here that are amazing. Throne room scene, amazing. I like Finn and Poe together. For sure. BB-8, adorable. I love it. Things about this that are like good, that matter, and I'm glad they exist. I will probably watch this more than I will ever watch the prequel. Like, I, when Zach and I were talking about this, I only really watched Sith, and I watched it after Empire. So, I'm probably going to watch all of these, because I think this last movie is a curiosity. Like, I like watching movies that are, like, messes and understanding how they get from a to b and in the process finding the things that i like about it like my journey with this movie for the rest of time is going to be what do i like about this movie as itself as a product devoid of its history and its background i know its background now and i think it fucking sucks and i hate it for that but over time i'm just going to be like do i want to watch rise of skywalker today nah, all right cool i'm gonna do it that's like all Star Wars movies. I just have to decide: do I want to watch this today or not? Okay. <clears throat> if you guys have your grade, go oh, ahead and give it. Grade. I am going to be. I am going to be right back because something amazing just came up, and I have to tell Dad. So just give your grades, and I'll be right back. Okay. I promise I'll come back to this. I promise. Oh my gosh. Chris just took his first step. Is that it? God, that. God. All right. Alex, what's your grade on this one? Um, C minus. Oh, you're more generous to it than I am. And yes, I am. Uh, I'm going to give it the old F plus. Oh, that's so rough. Why? I'm back. Actually, that's not true. That's not true. I wouldn't give it that. I gave, gave it, like it F minus, didn't he? I gave it an F plus, actually. Oh. But I'm gonna give it a. I'm actually gonna give it a D plus. It's uh, D plus. it's okay. it's it's a mess. It it really is a mess. But uh, yeah, Zach, do you have any thoughts as well? We about totally my... 
boxed you out for a long period of time. Whew. Uh, no, Chris went on a tangent, and I just kind of am going to let him do that. And yeah, that's yeah. exactly what you wanted me to do after the, after the freaking holiday special. Oh, I wanted you to rip into the holiday special, like no tomorrow. Um, yeah, I I I think I give it a D plus. Like Alex said, there there are some redeeming factors to this movie, but it's gonna take a while for me to really come back to this one. I think I think I'm gonna skip this one for a while. Damn. Um, I said C minus. You said C minus. Oh yeah. Just so you know, the the thing that I was running out of my room for, the Vikings finally made the playoff. Um, okay. Uh, so for them. All right. That's just out of context. Uh, um, in case you guys were worried. Um, they're going to screw it up. Yeah. So anyway. So you said C minus, Alex. I did. I like one. I want. There's a part of me that's like, is this a C? Is this an average? And I was like. No, its structure is way too flimsy, but it's not a D. I don't think it's a D. I think that's a bit unfair because I think everything that involves them running around trying to find things as a group of friends uh, is fun. I like the three of them. I, I would watch a whole other movie of them. For I wanted this is what I wanted when I was watching this. I was like, you know how you do the the sequel to Last Jedi? Just make Ray going around the galaxy building the Resistance. Going exactly. Places. Like, Thank I was you. like, why? Yes. That's so hopeful. It would be fun. They're going adventures. Maybe some stormtroopers show up. Maybe other people help them. Like, come on. And then, like, well, I don't Alex, know how you do. I, Alex, I, I was telling you I, about. Hold on, one at a time. One at a time. I, Alex, the, finish. The roughest thing I would say, like the the easiest thing to go from Last Jedi is that Rey builds a resistance uh, with her powers and with Poe. But the other part of that is. Kylo. I admit, redeeming Kylo from being the big bad is hard, but then I was like, well, we don't understand the First Order yet. What if the First Order and the Knights of Ren, like, that whole concept becomes bigger than him? And I didn't know, I honestly don't know how to work from that. And I would give any director, I give JJ the fact that that's a hard thing to deal with. So that's why I gave him Palpatine. I was like, okay, yeah, like, how else are you going to do Kylo's redemption? Like, just get that right out of the way. So I get it, but like, it, it it's hard. So, um, that's what I was I was kind of talking to you about what I had hoped, uh, Rise of Skywalker had been, um, and I honest to God said I said you know the whole subplot of like having to go to Exegol and having to you know beat a Sith army you know the Sith troopers and all that wasn't even the worst part of the movie. It, it was a good threat that they needed. But I think what would have been a lot of fun is if it picked up immediately after Last Jedi took off, but the whole movie took place over a year, where the first half of the movie is Rey gaining allies, training to be a Jedi. You okay? I'm laughing. Hold on. I'm sorry. Hold on. I just had a very funny thought. Go ahead. I'm not mocking you. I'm just really. I just thought it was really funny. I mean, you. I'm not laughing. At, I'm not laughing at you. I'm just. I'm laughing. I'm laughing at a funny thought I just had. You fucking piece of shit. No. Go ahead. Please. Please. Uh, please. Anyways, uh, where the final confrontation on Exegol could have been a perfect thing, and I think, you know, Kylo Ren becoming dis dis um 
freaking term I want. Uh, disillusioned with what he's become and being the supreme leader and all that could have been a fun redeeming arc. But um, I think like there are parts of this movie that like seemed like good next steps from Last Jedi, but like they just came together and just literally the worst way. I mean, it, it seems like he went through every part and he's like, would this be better or as a sequel last year, or would this be what the fans would like? And he just like went with the fans every freaking time. Um, Even if it made zero sense. Pretty much. It annoyed me. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> so I was thinking, I had, a, I, had a fun, I had a funny thought. What if The Last Jedi, the whole like, um, chase with the... <laughs> <laughs> what if like the whole chase with the uh, with the cruiser and the entire first order fleet what if that was just like a whole like season of 24 <laughs> um i love that you're watching 24 right now That's so no i actually put it off I'm, I'm i haven't finished i haven't finished season one yet <laughs> Really? Oh, yeah. To the end. I might after after Star Wars Mania is like filed off. I'll just um I'll come back to it. Nice. Mm. <sighs> he picked up twenty four. He started twenty four. Yeah, I started twenty four instead of Lost. So uh, yeah, uh, sorry. Chris, I am so sorry that you're starting twenty four and not Lost. Lost is so much better. I'm so shows. sorry that you uh, didn't pick Battlestar because Battlestar is great too. Hey, uh, fuck yourself. <laughs> okay. Hey, dude, you're the one that lied to me about that. So uh, go yourself. Yeah, wow. <laughs> okay. Maybe later. <laughs> so that's my turn, I guess. Um. Uh huh. You've stalled series long wheel. enough. Series wheel. Series wheel. I am okay. I really like what they did with Bray, Palpatine, Twist, and all. I even like what they did with oh. Poe, but then I even like what they did with Poe. I like hey, the characters. Plus. Finn should have uh, died. Uh, no, would you stop? I'm what? giving my grade. I know you, you're gonna give rude. A rude. Really? <laughs> Laughing about 24 while I'm trying to go off on a tangent. Thanks, Chris. Yeah, talk about. Well, I gave you plenty of. T I did give you plenty of time to get it off your chest before I started. I did give you that time. Sure. Okay. <clears throat> I really like what they did with Ray Palpatine twist and all. I understand that it's a de it's a detriment, but I still really like Ray and what they did with it within the film. I like what they did with Poe. Um, as late as. That arc started. Um, um, he's got he's got an ex. She's cool. I liked it. Yeah. Um, Zori Bliss. Yeah, she's a great. She's I, I really like I really like Zori Bliss. Um, what else? So and just I guess the the character related drama. I thought. I felt I felt satisfaction in it, except Finn. He got kind of brushed. He, he was given more. He was given more 
Joker, but they still really didn't know what to do with him. Um, except give him the force. He doesn't have the force. He does have the force. Um, force, though. Yeah, he has the force. Explain to me what part of that made you think he has the force. Excuse me? When Ray, when Ray dies, he feels it. No, Kylo healed it. No, no, no. Yeah. He feels oh. it. He feels it. And earlier in the movie, ah. they're having, when he's having an argument with Poe, um, Poe's like, you understand what's going on? He's like, yes, I do. And so does Leia, and so does Kylo, and he I, he's alluding hey, throughout. The movie. I don't, I don't know if has... I fully say that he has the force. Well, here's the oh other thing: God. he wants Are to tell kidding? her what he wants to tell her is not that he loves her. He's trying to tell her throughout the movie that he's force sensitive. Mm. He clearly don't have a firm grasp of what having the force really looks like. So, okay, um, yeah, he has the force. I, I don't know if I'd agree with that. But. He even says that he when he's you talking to people. You don't want it to be true. He even no, says, he's like, I feel it. Like, he, he uses the force in the movie. Like, he does. Watch it again. He does. I, I don't think he's got the force. Finally, Alex agrees with me about something. Um, I, I don't think he's force sensitive. He's force sensitive. The movie even confirmed it. I don't know why you're in denial. I don't um, know. Zach, you're in denial. Anyway. The character related. I mean, all you have to do is, oh. do is look it up. It's a commonly well-known, discussed thing. Like you're, you're of the minority for sure. The character related drama and tension within the movie. I was invested. I will. I will admit it got me. I am gullible. Um. Editing within the first 30 minutes is everywhere to the point where they just skipped over the fact that Kylo Ren was on Mustafar. Um, the MacGuffins, I didn't really have a problem with it. It was a... But it was jarring, actually. You know what? No, it was... The MacGuffins were jarring. Um, but I enjoyed... Or the adventure. Like, I really wish the movie would have, like, breathed a little more with some of the more, um, more dramatic scenes. Even with Hux. Like, I'm okay with Hux getting shot, get, dying like that. Like, Space Nazi. Gone. I don't care. Whatever. Um, and... Um, that's pre and I also I did yeah, I, I said I, I said I was a huge fan of Ray um, and, I, and like I understand that JJ wanted to go back and undo the ID the things that the last Jedi introduced but the movie the last Jedi the movie has a far greater impact than the one it had within this trilogy in that I hope it sparks change in how Star Wars is handled from here on in. Like, I hope to God, I hope against hope, 
All right. I hope, against, I hope against all odds. Against all odds, I hope that it ages best. What now? That it ages best. Yes. <laughs> that it ages best, and they go in more in that direction where they tell unique stories with unique characters and new, 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 instead of coming back to the well. Like. I understand that this movie tried to back up, but for me, the impact of The Last Jedi still stands, and I hope they learn from it. Therefore, I am giving Star Wars Episode Nine: The Rise of Skywalker C+. Um, I think it's uh, I think it's fucking stupid, and you should feel bad. Okay. <laughs> nah, that's fair. I was uh, say you just became you just became JJ and double backed on everything you just said. Well, you know, magicians are uh, magicians don't even like each other, and um, I you know I, I don't know if that's that true. You should probably mind-boggling statement. That is such a mind-boggling like, statement. I, I I'm just I want to focus on magicians when you ask me about pleasing everyone because I don't want to answer the question. And I think you know magicians are. Packed. Fuck that guy. Stupid haircut. <laughs> he knows what he did. Like, of course, there's scrutiny. You're the you're the director of a Star Wars movie. The problem is you chose to do something that was bad. You know it. You should buy it. Fine. Even Marvel like, directors are under that same scrutiny. I think. Certainly nowadays. Um, but yeah, C plus. I will probably go back and watch this and probably even enjoy it even better. Who knows? Now that I know what to latch on to. Um, I'm always going to view it as a curiosity for sure, but I, my goal is to find things that I like within it. But also, I'm going to try first to like view it as a trilogy. Like Every time I watch this, I'm going to try and watch the other two first. Do my best. You asked me what the story was. From A to Z, I, I like blanked. I can't. Like that's not. I can't even do that. Like I can't answer that. All I know is I can tell you the character. I can tell you the character arcs, but the overall story, no. See, I the um... theme of this trilogy, no. I can't tell you. I don't know what it is. Family? I... No. no. That doesn't feel right. If your life sucks and you do, and you don't know why you are where you are, um, it's probably because of somebody that put you there magically. And um, yeah, that's it. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> whatever. It was. It was. I will say, as weird and like directionless as this, like. As weird as and like lacking of oversight this trilogy has been, I had a fun ride. It was fun while it lasted. I enjoyed the people in it. The story may not even be there, um, but it was a fun ride. And I hope they make something. I hope they evolve from this. Um, but yeah, I had. You can't take that away from me. So yeah, it's better than prequels. Better than the prequels. 
in our opinion. George Lucas tried 1930s camp of the 21st century. It didn't work. Okay. No, they're Serious just wheel. better than the prequels. <laughs> True. Right. The prequels are just poorly made. All right. We're going into the holidays. We're probably not going to be until 2020. It was uh, beautiful for hindsight. Serious wheel. Um, we gotta talk about how uh, what we're gonna replace, what we're gonna replace the selection with. Shoot, Zach, do you have anything? Uh, remind us what's on that wheel again. Okay, on the wheel, the series wheel is as follows: Terminator. Got it. That includes our plates now. Huh? They include yes. Yes, it does. The DC Extended Universe. Yeah. And then we can really enjoy The Rise of Skywalker after that. Mm. Yeah, yeah, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. I know. Like, if somebody, like, if Jay tries to convince me that, like, the Suicide Squad here, was better. I got an old list of series back from March. I just want to confirm that these are all still correct, okay? Hold so, on. Can I, can, I, can I finish the list? Well, I think this is the same list, so let me just... No, it's, it's not. I don't think it's the same list. Well, let me let me say it and... Well, I was the one, I'm usually the one who says it. I'm the one who's going to spin it. Well, so... Uh, oh, damn. Whatever, dude. We got The Matrix. Yes. Indiana Jones. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. If someone tries to tell me that Crystal Skull is a better movie than Rise of Skywalker, get out. Get out. It is better than Rise of Skywalker. Absolutely not. Crystal Skull is better than Rise of Skywalker. No, absolutely not. Absolutely oh, not. It has, no. a, it has a better functioning narrative, despite how stupid it is. It's it actually really. Just because it has a structure does not mean it is a better movie. Oh, that okay. Is- you oh, cannot. That's- <laughs> okay. Go on. If you, you had to ask me. Stealer. Or otherwise, I'm going to continue this list. Zach, Zach, I'm going to make an outrageous statement right now. I've never really understood why people hate Crystal Skull as much as they do. It's pretty bad. <laughs> Not that bad. It really isn't. It's pretty bad. Uh, <laughs> uh, anyways, anyways. Okay, Alex, hope we land on it. I hope we land on this. How did you know? I actually want to watch Dean. I kind of want to watch this because three of those movies are really good and one of them is not. <laughs> it's, not a, it's not a great movie, but it's not as horrible as people say it. Anyways, uh, anyways uh, the Tolkien universe, which is yes. uh, Hobbit films. Hobbit. Uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, including the bad two. Yes. Uh, Fast and Furious. Yes. Burton's Batman. Yes. Mission Chris's Love Fest Impossible. Nope. We do not have Mission Impossible anymore? Already did Mission Impossible. Okay. Uh, Rocky. Remember any of it? Anyways, uh, Rocky. The Marine. The Marine. The Marine is in its place. The Marine. The Marine, yeah. Okay. Uh, The Rocky series, including Creed 1 and 2. Yes. Sam Raimi's Spooderman. Yes. Die Hard. 
Yes. Evil Dead. Yep. Back to the Future. Cornetto. Yes, the Cornetto trilogy. The Kung Fu Pandus. Daniel Craig's Bond, Bad Max, Lethal Weapon. Yes. All right, so I was... That was off. not as satisfying to hear you read it, honestly. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I thought it was hilarious. Of course, I thought it was actually... This is the well, same yeah. list. Let me read them. Just to make sure. I can read them, and then you can make sure that... So I can correct you. Anyways. Right, Zach, so... you're agent of chaos. I am an agent. I'm, dude, I'm the Joker, man. All <laughs> right. What are we going to replace the selection with? God. Uh... Give me a second. I gotta look up some series. <laughs> Chris, do you have a name? I thought of a uh, I thought of a bad movie, but that's not the point. Um, <laughs> if we were doing D and D, it's bad. No, it's bad. We'll just say it for fun. 2018's Robin Hood. Ew. Oh man, that's a. I I do not remember even watching it, but I remember watching it being like, "This is boring." It's um, insane. It's insane. I want to watch. I don't think it's on here, and I'm going to. I'm gonna. I'm gonna get. The, I'm gonna suggest this one. Um, mostly because I think we're we're ready for it. But I'll tell you guys it after we 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 roll to see what replaces it. No, what? we got what, what we need Are to know what we're suggesting. Are we doing it before? Or are we doing it after? We're doing it before. Yeah, oh, we, we okay. know we build up before. anticipation. Unlike whether what we've been doing. This okay. Whole... Well, this movie franchise is ten movies long. Oh Jesus! Yeah. It's Wait, still having... That's double. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I want to introduce it and see if you guys can figure it out. It's still gonna have movies made, and recently the creator of this franchise was in the news. Oh Jesus. Okay, do you guys know who I speak of? Oh. He was recently in the news. Okay. Uh... Like, like today, like last week, actually. I'll give you each one guess, and then you guys, and then. Uh... Um, Harvey Weinstein. But no. <laughs> I mean, maybe. I mean, maybe. <laughs> I, that was not what I intended. Like a series of assaults. <laughs> Harvey Weinstein's a series of unfortunate events. Oh my god, that is the fuck up. Very bad all right, show. All right, all right, all right. Give a real. I want to get that. We gotta get that pitch worked on though. He sold to Netflix as true crime real fast. Chris, I want a real guess now. Uh, Resident Evil. I don't know. Okay, okay. It's not Resident Evil, Chris. I need your real guess first. Hey, hold on. I'm still laughing. Ow. Oh my god. What is that? Ow, that was my foot. Okay. Um. No, what's my son Lyman? That's Spielberg. He's not working. He's never worked on a 10 thing anyway. He's on the. <sighs> what was he? Can I ask? Can I ask? I'll, what give he was on the... I'll give you a second clue. The lead actor actually does a lot of really fun indie movies. It's not. It's not Nicolas Cage. No, it's not Nicolas Cage. Okay. Well, what was the dude in the news for? And then I'll guess. 
Uh, it was a she, and she made a really bad tweet. <laughs> oh, I just... Ooh. I think Chris knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> no, I don't, but that really threw me off. Alex, if you figure it out, no, no, no spoiling. Dude, I don't know. I don't know who, what you're talking about. All right. Oh, oh what did she... Uh... It's not Scarlett Johansson. She's still defending Woody Allen. No. It wasn't last week, though. All right, Chris. I'm giving you Effort. 10 seconds to give a guess, and then I'm going to tell you. Effort. Oh, God. Nine, oh. Eight, seven, six, five, oh. four, three, two, I can't one. guess it. I don't know. Okay. J.K. Rowling's Wizarding World. We already have Harry Potter. No, we don't. No, we took off Harry Potter, didn't we? Yes, we did. Okay, yeah. Why did we do that? Um, um, something about something about Christian satanic stuff. I don't know. Uh, she was, was basically no. speaking a bunch of anti-Semite <laughs> shit, and then she was like talking bad about transphobia and shit. She was well, yes. right. <laughs> she, she said some really questionable things this week. <laughs> she used to be homeless, so. Yeah, she's she's a whole another piece of work, but that's beyond the point. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah I, I stopped reading the books and I kept watching the movies. That's all I care about. Yeah, so uh, it's a ten film series. It's the eight Harry Potters and the two Fantastic Beasts movies. Oh, oh, no. Plus, that story's incomplete. Though, come on now. Oh, it's not like the Hobbit. I was all about it until you said that. <laughs> oh God! He's like, he's like talking about a series that goes from so good to so bad. Oh, <laughs> uh, can we watch him first? What? Can we watch him first because chronologically they're first. Chris, it's your decision. I like Fantastic Beasts or Where to Find Him, not Crimes of Grindelwald. No, we're watching both, my dude. <laughs> No. First. Chris, your decision is your podcast. I mean, I'll allow the suggestion. I'm not going to guarantee that we are going to do it. Because <laughs> <laughs> my suggestion was El Mariachi. Have you suggested that before? I have. I think that's a back burner. Oh, man. Uh, I gave a good. I gave a good one, right, Chris? You did. It's a long one, but it's a good Chris, burn. I'll Chris, give I'll, you something not as long, but equally as long at the same time. I'll tell you this though, honestly. Though, I might. Harry Potter I'm suggestions here. Harry Potter actually has like such an interesting story with like the four directors that have like dealt with that franchise and like how very different they are. Also, it has like one of the best Mexican directors ever, in as one of the directors. Alfonso Cariano. Oh, sorry. Why do you got to point out he's Mexican? Well, because he's part of the Three Musketeers of Guillermo del Toro, him and uh, the guy who did uh, Roma, right? You understand that they don't actually fight for a king, right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do understand that. <laughs> I'm just so happy I'm laughing again. So, so I, I'm thinking there's a I, there's a couple like the series 
that there's so many like big ones that we've already got on the list. There's always like small ones in my head that I'm thinking about, like Olympus has fallen and stuff like that. So, oh, there's like there's a bunch of crap out there, but I feel like the Marine is probably going to represent that for a little bit. I think I think we need to do Harry Potter sooner or later. I'm stuck between suggestions, honestly. I mean, my other suggestion is equally as long and epic, but about only oh, that's a good three one. or four of them are good. <laughs> What's that? Uh, what? Oh, man. What? Planet of the Apes. <laughs> it's already on there. No, it's no, not. No, he's, he's talking about the older ones. I'm talking uh, about nine uh, films. <laughs> the nine Planet of the Apes films. The three original ones. The... the Three new ones and the three. <laughs> so, oh my god! All right. Um. <laughs> only like four or five of them are really good, but like they're a lot of fun. They're very. <laughs> okay. Um. Oh my god. All right, Chris. Come on. I'm stuck. Be- okay. I'm. I'm. I'm stuck between three of them. There's three that I am curious about. Okay. Um, are they curiosities? They're here's one. Here's one. Or are they? It's equal. It's not as long as the Wizarding World, but they're equally as long. If you know what I mean. No, I don't know what you mean. Penises. Taken. Ugh. Uh. I actually do want to watch the first Taken again. I guess that's why I want. Yeah. Um, it's interesting. It is interesting to watch those films and look at apparently them. Apparently, they're boring. Like watching him start with Taken, and then by the second Taken, he's like a big star again. And then by the third Taken, it's like he's just making movies like these every five days. Um, another one. Another one I was thinking of was The Hunger Games. Okay, I could get behind that. I mean, I think, like, only two of them are really good. But I really don't want to watch Mockingjay Part 1. That movie is boring. Yeah, they're both pretty Mockingjay Part 2 is so much better. Um, Yeah. I kind of want to recommend Twilight. No, no, no. We are not ready for that. Uh, For it, dude, it's a fucking journey, man. Yeah, and then Breaking Dawn Part 2 But they're boring You want it to But the point is the ending The ending is where things get The last two movies are so insane That it just It becomes so worth it on a Breaking Dawn is like Ridiculous A werewolf falls in love with a baby Dude, a CGI baby It's amazing At a certain point you're just like, what are we doing? What is this, American Sniper meets like Yeah yeah, <laughs> American Sniper meets American Werewolf in Paris. Totally. Um, no, the last weird. one I was thinking about was um, the Bourne series. Uh, talk about medium, mostly medium films. Um, I, I like I liked Ultimatum. Ultimatum is pretty I good. I stand by the Mariachi because all three films are different in scope and scale. Um, Listen, if you want to do Twilight, then I'm going to put in Fifty Shades. Okay. No, I said. Uh, hey, no. <laughs> I swear to God. Chris, if you put in 50 shades, I'll quit. 
Dude, Chris, like Zach, that means Chris has to watch. <laughs> you a bunch you say of that to talk me out of it, but I'm more intrigued to do it now. Yeah. I was gonna say, like, that means Chris has to watch a bunch of sex scenes. He gets to watch a scene where a guy shoves a ball that like vibrates in his girlfriend's vagina and then takes her out to dinner. <laughs> like that would be really funny. <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay, funny story. Funny story. Funny story. So, oh, Mon- happens to you? Yes. Okay. So Monday, right? Um, Monday was a uh, day of a uh, small group of a uh, church small group uh, Christmas party, right? And we we're doing a um, five dollar uh, white elephant gift. So I wanted to do. Okay, I'm going to do a movie. I'm going to go to the. Tur- Bargain bin at uh, Target and see what you I can find. I almost did. I was <laughs> so close. I was so close. I was. You should have seen me laughing my ass off in the in the, in the aisle. Just me, just giggling to myself, just knowing the reaction of what that would have been. That would have been <laughs> well, dude. It would have been the third one too. I would have skipped all the everything before. Oh, that would have gone well, dude. It wouldn't have. I told. I told them. I was. It was dangerously close, and they're like, "No, dude, don't, don't." I'm just like, but it was funny in the moment. Yeah, dude, that's hilarious. <laughs> I don't um, think, I think you just stand there and giggle as you look at this movie. Like, should I buy this or not? I was giggling. Yeah. I was laughing. I was like laughing so hard, but so quietly in this in the target aisle. Chris, and... I don't think you're ready for Fifty Shades of Grey. I'm gonna be honest. Um, yeah, I don't think they're as fun as Twilight. Like Twilight, Fifty Shades is like the first one's boring. The second one is insane, but not like. It, it it's insane in a romantic uh, movie kind of way, and the third one is just insane. But the thing about the Twilight ones in this kind of idea of like, making fun of romantic um, series is, is that they start boring, and then they get weird, and then they just get batshit insane. And then even the people making them are like, "We don't even care anymore. We don't even know what we're making. We're just making it." And then it all ends in a massive battle between werewolves and vampires. Everyone dies. And that's how it ends. Um, um, but like I said, I so, like Harry Potter. Um, <laughs> I know, I'm all up for the I just thought it was Harry franchise, <laughs> dude. Funny. Watching the Harry Potter franchise will be really fun because you actually get to watch those kids like grow up in real time and like not real time. Yeah, I'll just watch Boyhood. <laughs> no, ah. yeah. Like the success of the 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 accomplishment of the Harry Potter movies cannot be um, uh, overstated. Also, um, Craig is like one of my favorite indie actors now. I or Daniel Radcliffe. Am, I'm going to choose the Hunger oh, Games. You get to choose now. I'm going to choose the Hunger Games as my so suggestion. Hunger Games versus Harry Potter versus Mediachi. One of these things doesn't belong. Under game. Uh, oh, yeah, here we go. So just ah, ah! God, that scared the hell out of me. Oh, oh my God. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's a ghost. The wheel. <laughs> the wheel that I'm spinning to decide huh. which one we select to. Um, huh. um, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, dude. The wow. wheel that I'm selecting 
The one that I've chosen to uh, decide which one we replace this uh, series uh, selection with is the same one that chose Freddy Got Fingered. Ooh. So it is a cursed wheel. Cursed. It just has interesting taste. <laughs> <laughs> Freddy Got Fingered's on the bad wheel. Again, uh, turns off. Yeah. And Godzilla. No. Uh, man, I really. Dude, if you want to sit and watch the Godzilla franchise, it's like 30 movies, my dude. Don't. No, we're good. I. You get a thought. Okay, Hunger Games, uh, Harry Potter, and uh, El Mariachi. Are you ready? Yes. Are you ready? Sounds like a fart again. Oh, I gotta get that one out. Oh, man. Sounded like a squirter. No farts. All right. It's Harry Potter. Yay! Ten films later. And we're just a lot. dead. I'm just, like, speaking in some weird language. Expel Thomas! Uh, all right, I mean, guys. Yeah. Bring me a drink, guys. <laughs> All right, guys. It's the moment of truth. Wait, wait, wait. Are we? Wait. If we're doing Harry Potter, we are not doing the Fantastic Beasts and where? We're not doing those, right? I want to point out. <sighs> I mean, if we're gonna have the Lord of the Rings and the Hobbit together on one slice, I mean, what's the difference? Well, they make a, they make it very clear in the Hobbit. For like at least a good hour's worth of it, that it's a prequel to the Lord of the Rings. <laughs> okay. Yeah, and and Harry Potter has Dumbledore, and Phantasm Beast has Dumbledore in it. Your point? Yeah, but it's sexy Dumbledore. It's Jude Law. It's it's, it's sexy Dumbledore. Is that what you said? Yeah, sexy Dumbledore. You Jude don't Law. think Michael? You don't think uh, the guy who plays him in the other movies isn't sexy? Do I think that Michael Gambone is sexy, the greatest British actor from the cook, the thief, his wife, his lover, who ate the penis at the end? Yeah, I think okay. he's sexy. Uh, um, I don't remember <laughs> him being genitalia in Harry Potter, but uh, no, 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 the cook, the thief, his wife, and his lover. That I don't Tinker see... Taylor Soldier Spy or something like that. What's going on with these titles? <laughs> it is. Then I don't see yeah, your, your complaint here. Then they're both sexy. I'm gonna spin it. <laughs> Um, I say if we watch them, we watch them first then, because then we get them out of the way. Yeah, okay, yeah. Alright. You guys ready? Yeah. Peace and Rest in peace, 2019. Here we come, 2020! Sounds like a fart. I'm gonna pee. That's what we're doing, right? Oh, man, and I'm so nervous, actually. Oh, no. What's it gonna be? I'm not, I'm not looking. Oh, it is real close, but it edges it out. Ladies and gentlemen, the next movie series that we will be covering on this particular program is... Drumroll, please. Thanks, sir. It didn't happen. Die Hard! Yes! How, how, dude, how timely! Yes! <laughs> yes, dude, I'm super excited about this! <laughs> What was it almost? Other than it was almost, uh, it was almost Sam Raimi's Spider-Man, but it was oh. like by a hair, and then it fell. 
I'll take Die Hard. Yes! Dude, I get to show you one of the best action movies of the 90s. No, 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 and then no, no, they no, get no. to end with Alex? one of the worst of the decade. Alex? <laughs> oh, Alex? Yeah. So fucking bad. Alex? You Stack? Stack? You it. It's not Stack. just an action movie. I'm sorry? It's not just an action movie. Oh, yeah, there's a musical in there. There's, like, dancing, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, but, but most importantly, it's the greatest Christmas movie ever made. Oh, Die Hard um, is certainly not a Christmas movie, according to the director. Yeah, well, the director's <laughs> fucking... McTiernan. 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 He avoided his taxes and went to jail for it. He's he was Wesley movie. Snipes before Wesley Snipes. Nice. He's definitely a dumb fucking douchebag who doesn't know what he's talking about. I'm sorry, that was Bruce Willis who said that. Bruce Willis is still a dumb fucking douchebag who doesn't know what he's talking about. Um, I've always been a big fan of It's a Wonderful Life, but you know, whatever, to each his own. But like, die- wait, Chris, you've never seen Die Hard, right? That is true. Ah! I almost you get to watch Die should... Hard on Christmas, dude. You get to watch Die Hard on Christmas. Yeah. Before I go over to the family. Oh my god, Chris, that's amazing! You, dude, you 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 understand what just happened? You understand what just happened? No. You just went through so much time hyping up the series, and you went through so much stuff, and you got this movie, and you've been beating yourself up for it, and now you get to watch Die Hard on Christmas. Yeah. Really, the greatest Christmas movie of all time. Sometimes that wheel is pretty gnarly, and you get to watch Die Hard on Christmas. Like, look at your family and say, "Screw you!" For two hours, I'm watching Die Hard. I know exactly where to go to get it to. Where? The 30th anniversary um, DVD was at um, Target. It was for 750. It's a bargain. Do it. Do it, Chris. Buy it. I also think I will. Let's see if it's on something. It might be on Netflix. Okay. I just wanna, I just wanna point you guys out. Now, hear me out here, okay? Now, Die Hard is a Harry Potter movie. Negative. No, 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 Don't. Hear me out. Hear me no. out. I'll you why it's a Harry Potter movie because there's a kid, and it's about the bad guy, played by Alan Rickman in a tower. In a shower. No. Aliens. Um. <laughs> Aliens. No, but jokes aside, though, like Die Hard's just a great Christmas movie, and it's we get to watch Die Hard, and we get to watch Die Hard with a Vengeance, man. And we get to watch a good day to Die Hard. But it's so worth it. Like a good, like here's the thing: you want to talk about series that absolutely just wet fart their way out of cinema, like. <laughs> This this is one of the wettest farts that's ever been just like seeped out of someone's Russian asshole. It's so bad. It's so bad. It's so bad. But like Die Hard is so good. But Die Hard for the Vengeance is so good. Um, oh, it's so worth it to watch like those last two shitty ones. The second one's all right. The second one's okay. Like. Oh, you get to see Die Hard and Die Hard with the Vengeance, dude. You get to see Die Hard on Christmas. Literally, literally, Chris. See Die Hard on Christmas. It's a good okay. time, man. Do not, do not, not do that. Do not, not do that. Mm. Oh, seriously, Chris, watch it on Christmas, though. That's crazy.
crazy, dude. Oh, dude, I was talking. I was just thinking about how much I wanted to watch Die Hard with Vengeance with my dad the other day. Like, I was just in the mood for it. Uh, you get to see oh, yeah, okay. oh God, it's so good. <clears throat> Chris, you you have to watch it on Christmas. You can't not. It's it's just so special. Die Hard is not on Netflix. Even. Yeah. Hey Chris. Yeah. Did I you think you, I think you gotta get the DVD. Did you know John McClane is a Disney princess now? Sean McClane? Was was Die Hard produced by Miramax? No, it's produced uh, by uh, Fox. <laughs> I don't know. She's not Disney. <laughs> is there a damsel in distress in Die Hard? Yeah. Okay, wait, 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 that's wait. the princess. That's how it works. Well, it's his wife. Yeah, so Bonnie Belladia is, is a... Bonnie Belladia. Um, you can see Alan Rickman. Oh. As, a, as a particular... Um, as action-adventure is my genre, there's the genre that I want to make, hopefully, as I... Hopefully, become a filmmaker. Knock on wood. Um, this is this has been a blind. This has been a blind of mine. Is Die Hard. So, um, yeah. Die Hard is one of the most important. <gasps> it's on Amazon Prime. Thank God. It's to rent. I didn't see it for free. It's up. Oh, it's on there for one of those. All right. All right. Well, it's like five bucks. Yeah, Either like way, can... it's it's that I can rent. Okay, never mind. Yeah, I'm gonna go to Target. One of the most important ones ever, and it's Alan Rickman's first role, I believe. Right? It is his very first role, dude. I think the first. That's insane. Okay, we're gonna get to that in a second. I think the second, third, and fourth movies are all on YouTube. Awesome. Then the fourth and fifth are on, like. Oh yeah, they're like they're they're yeah they're on there. That's weird. Um, I don't think they're in English though. Maybe they, maybe I'm wrong. Um, but yes, it's Alan Rickman's first role ever in a movie. Um, it's one of the best rate. It's one of the best um, performances of any actor ever. Troy Baker, um, who uh, plays Joel in The Last of Us, he does a YouTube channel with Nolan North called Retro Replay, and he loves Die Hard. It's his favorite movie of all time. Quotes it all the time. I think his favorite quote is, Now I have a machine gun. Ho, ho, ho. He quotes it like exactly like that. And he's just like, he gushes about that movie all the time. Because it's such a fucking gnarly moment. <laughs> he has a machine gun. He has a machine gun now, dude. You don't underestimate John McClane, man. He dies hard. True. <laughs> okay. So, You're going to be... Um, it it's it makes so I'm guessing it's gonna make you sad that the first Die Hard movie I've seen I've ever seen was gonna a good day to Die Hard. That was the first one you ever saw. Yeah. Not really, Start to finish. Because, because you were around the age that it came out. There hadn't been a Die Hard movie in years, and when it did come out, uh, it was everywhere. It was they promoted it everywhere, and then it was on FX all the time. So no, it was just likely that that would happen. Um. I'm that was happy. the movie where I understood Jai Courtney was not meant for this world. 
Wait a second. Wait a all second. Right, all right, guys. All right, guys, guys. You're saying the word. I gotta, saying, I gotta get okay, going. Go. Okay, let's okay. Let's actually let's actually end. Um thank you everybody for uh twenty nineteen. Um it's been a it's been a fascinating ride. Um maybe next episode we'll reminisce about twenty nineteen and the decade in general. But uh yeah, this has been fun. Uh, um and uh we plan to keep going for that any of us any three of us get struck by lightning suddenly. But um No promises, my guys. But uh yeah. So um it's because I'm looking at Zach's icon right now. That just came to mind. Anyway, um Sorry. Yeah, so we plan I plan to keep going. I don't know about you guys, but I'm just gonna keep going. <laughs> um start talking to myself at work, just recording the podcast at work. Um there you go. So, uh, yeah, so next series, Die Hard to start the new year, the new decade. Hell yeah. Also, one little bit of news before we go. Nolan's back, baby. Um, but, uh, yeah, so, so, yeah. Um, that's it. We're done. And i see you in 2020. Say goodbye, guys. I am all the Jedi. Stars is poopy. Was that great? Self-destruct in five seconds.